Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023, a sports program starts now. Much mana! Much mana to all you boys as well and everybody watching wherever it may be. We can't thank you enough for allowing us to be a part of your day. I've heard from plenty of people that are on the opposite side of this particular earth that watch our show every single day. Mm. And right now for them, they're like 13, 14 hours ahead of time. So it's a vastly different experience watching this show, whether you're in the Midwest, the West Coast, or potentially in fucking in Japan. Speaking of Japan, I've had a couple people send me some DMs and some messages. Hmm. I was very fortunate enough to go on a USO tour to Japan. Went to Tokyo, went what? down to Okinawa, what? went to a couple different bases, went out and about a little bit, went Ooh. to a penguin bar Whoa. where literally every 30 minutes they rang a bell and then these penguins would come fucking marching out of the goddamn aquarium that they had on the side of the wall and they walk around table to table and you feed them a little fish. That's sweet. You feed them a little fish. Hell yeah. And then they would just walk their asses right back into their rooms and then they would swim in front of you while you finished your dinner. I've gotten a chance to experience Japan. I've gotten a chance also to experience the military that is in Japan and how many people the Americans have in Japan. So last night while I was watching that game, I had full focus and intention mm-hmm. of thinking about those military folks over in Japan. Hell yeah. Whenever the United States beats Japan. Mm-hmm. in a World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. I thought about, wow, how nice their life might be, must be when they go to a McDonald's and get a uh, McFish. I, I forget what it is, the mm-hmm. exact wording of it. It's there, it was a, it was a different McDonald's. Sure. It, was not, yeah. it was not even a, It is a completely different world over there. It is you, Their language, completely different than ours. Their lifestyles, completely different than ours. They are very nice, very courteous to me. Now, I don't think they love Americans as a whole, uh, everybody, because of something that happened in the past, which valid, but also... Mm-hmm. Valid, you know, you know mm-hmm. both sides Situations. feel mm-hmm. the way they feel forever. I think we're past that or whatever. Great allies. Everybody treated me very nicely over there, and I'd wandered off the whole thing. But it's a different world over there. And when our military is over there, they're living in a completely opposite world. Their families are there. They're there for like 13, 14, 15 straight months. So whenever the United States has an opportunity Come to on. take on Japan and something mm-hmm. that both sports feel very, very, very good about, Last night was a beautiful thing. I enjoyed the entire process of it. I love the fact that Japan was on the national stage for us and obviously the international stage for everybody else because a lot of us in America, and I think we're going to be informing the world of, a lot of us don't fucking watch baseball. No, not at all. So, like... uh, Baseball's in an interesting time. That's why they put the pitch clock in. Uh, they're trying to make it a little bit more appetizing for people that are of a younger age and maybe have a shorter attention span in this world in which there is content everywhere. And there's like four highlights in baseball games normally. We can see them all on the internet in 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. So like baseball viewership is going down. So a lot of us don't watch baseball much. I'll watch the playoffs if the Yankees are playing or sure. some other big names mm-hmm. playing. I'll watch the World Series because it's the World Series. But normally there's a lot of other football shit going on too in that time so it's kind of tough to do so like last night was the first time i feel like a lot of americans myself included yes very excited for a fucking baseball game whenever the olympics happen and you see the united states take on another country it's like you're allowed to be pumped for the u.s to go win when our women's soccer team plays against somebody Mm -hmm. it is so much fun to just be like yep you ain't the fucking americans Mm -hmm. we're gonna kill you at this sport and it's all competition it's all friendly banter but in the end one person's gonna be better than the other and we can all talk shit for the country we live in which doesn't happen 
often no. anymore. Really, it's not yeah. really a thing that happens. So I enjoy international competition. Who doesn't? It's great. Great. Brings everybody together. Mm-hmm. Let's prove it out there. Same team. We had fucking Mike Trout playing on his team. He walked out with a United States flag, Captain America. Yeah. I seen yeah. his post. So cool. He said it was an honor to serve yeah. as your captain is what Mike Trout mm-hmm. tweeted. Oh, hell yeah, Mike, is what I said to this guy. He took it as a real honor. He was excited. He was mm-hmm. pumped. Team he plays for the Angels stink, yeah. even though he's the best player in America history, allegedly. Uh, I'm only saying that because people got loud about Mike Trout last night on the internet. I don't know mm-hmm. shit about fuck. I'm not the one that's going to judge anything. But with the way things went, people were saying it. I'm not saying it. Yes. I've been told he's the best fucking baseball player in the history of America. How much good. he cared about it, how much it seemed like the team cared about it. I met the coach last night in an interview. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He had chops. He was oh, funny. Yeah. He knew that there's probably 70, 80, 90, maybe 100 million people watching. What? It was intense. It was magical. I didn't know any of our pitchers. That was a worry. Yeah, no, I, it it was. That's the sport. That's the sport. I didn't know any of our pitchers. Ultimately, in the end, though, Shohei Otani, Japan's greatest player, world's greatest player, in our eyes for a long time since we learned about this fucking guy pitching better than everybody else, hitting better than everybody else, greatest fucking baseball player of all time. Yeah. In our eyes, we didn't know. We don't know baseball, though. This is just... Stooge looking into the baseball world. Outsider. Oh, well, this guy's the best pitcher. This guy's the best hitter. Okay, what what is that guy? Well, he's like second best pitcher uh, whenever he's on. And one of the best hitters. Oh, so that's the best fucking player then. That would be... That would be the best player, that Easy. guy. That's what we've always said. End up with him on the mound, pitching against his teammate, Mike Trout, the best in American baseball history. Yep. Top of the ninth. Up. I mean, this was a perfect yeah. story yeah. for yeah. baseball. Yeah. I think it delivered last night, and in the end, we lose to that man who is a fucking dog. dog. The talks to tables here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt, who's a massive baseball guy. Can't wait to get your thoughts on this. One half of the hammer, Dad. Cowboys turn. Diggs is here and a 14-year NFL corner, Pro Bowl All-Pro, Adam Pacman Jones is yeah. back on stage. Hey. Ty, I'll start with you here. Last night delivered, I think, for baseball. That was a great game, close game. Came down to the game's two biggest stars. Mm-hmm. Probably that tournament's two biggest stars. And it was one-on-one in... We go 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, 102 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, 87 off the table. How you doing? Keep it moving. Strikeout. Is there a better ending in the history of sport for Shohei Otani last night? Yeah, I don't think so. And then now there's stuff coming out uh, that, like, when he was 15, he, like, mapped out until he was 45, like, what he wanted to accomplish. And I think to the year, he said, like, when I'm 27 years old, I want to play in the World Baseball Classic and win an MVP. Dang. What do you know? He did it last night. Uh, that was a weird thing at the end, too, with the line, who's going first, who's not going first. Mm-hmm. They had Bob Manfred there and then two people that I assume very important people in the history of baseball. I had no idea who the hell they were. Great beard on one guy, mm-hmm. had a nice bald head, and then the other fellow was a little bit older. But the commissioner was there closest. Was he involved with this? Because some teams weren't letting their players play, right, in the World Baseball Classic. Then seeing Bob Manford there, and then I felt like Shohei, if you watch it back, he didn't know who he was supposed to go get the medal from. They wanted to send him far left, mm-hmm. who's probably World Baseball Classic commissioner. I don't know who that could be. And he said, he goes, he said I'm going, that guy's the commissioner of the league that I uh, – <laughs> I'm about to make a billion dollars, and I'm going there. And then they take the picture, then they head out to the thing. Interesting ceremony. I think there should have been a little bit more uh, preparation and ceremony. But he fucking won everything last night. Yeah, and it, I mean, it really, the, the best part, obviously, you know, we were texting during the game, and it did kind of play out exactly how I thought it was going to. I told yes, you, hey, very we need to score early. You're like, we need to kind of pad a lead because 
Shohei's going to be there at the end of the game, and we do not want to be going into a situation where we got to put guys on base and then try to score a run off him. Um, and we had multiple chances, you know, ducks on the pond, and, and we just we, we couldn't get it done. But the best part is that, like, baseball season starts – next week and like they couldn't have fathomed having a better you know like hey, moment baseball. and yeah. like momentum going into the season because if this game or this tournament as a whole sucks and is boring then it's like you know it's, it's a non-starter people don't give a shit that baseball starts you know next week and granted like i don't think hey, it's almost like the all-star game before the season starts mm-hmm. yeah unbelievable it's like good for baseball i don't think pack uh and ty we're going to continue to talk about this we got the mayor sean casey coming on the show in the third hour he's f- from pittsburgh pennsylvania mm-hmm. I, there's never been another guest that has brought more energy than sean casey oh no and texting him this morning he is jacked up. Okay. He, looks he is cool. so juiced. Played for the Reds. Baseball. Played for Tigers. the Tigers. Played yep. for the Tigers. Red Sox. Yep. I believe he's been in a fist fight on the mound before sure. a yep. couple mm-hmm. different times. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Yeah. Love for Jim Leland. Yeah, played we- for Jim Leland. Love <laughs> 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 He mentioned Jim Leland's name and then immediately popped. Yep. Yep. Screaming into the microphone. And we were all like, whoa, what the fuck did Jim Leland do? <laughs> yeah. Like, what popped into Sean Casey's head there that he lost his mind? So we'll be talking about this a lot, I think, today, which is weird because – Baseball. baseball, but to your point, last night was great for baseball as a whole. Pack, you wanted to talk about it. You're like, let's talk about this baseball. Yeah, because it was very interesting. It was an unbelievable game. I thought it was just like you said. It was almost like a, a, a all-star game, if you ask me. And shame on the Angels for having these mm-hmm. two guys on their team. This is like... I would say uh, Kobe and Michael Jordan being on the same team. That's what they're saying, yeah. right? That, that's kind of how it's been and, talking about and, and losing. Get, and can't win. Losing. The Angels got to figure out something to put some pieces around them. Yeah. But th- this was, this is probably, Shanghai is probably one of the best that we would ever see. Um, we haven't seen no no one What's do what he's doing. What's his name? I think, I mean, maybe. That works. I, uh, yeah, I thought you said, I thought you said something different. Shohei. Shohei. Hey, listen, I've raked the people's faces. I forgot their name. So I've had to mm-hmm. kind of just stumble through it. It's going to happen. But Shohei. Yeah, Shohei Otani. You had it right. I, there it is. Mm-hmm. I, I heard wrong. To pitch and hit is hard to do. And what he's doing, what he showed last night, it was unbelievable. You play baseball? Yeah, I play baseball young, but not at a level where I can really break down. Break it down at a high level, but yeah, I was pretty decent. Yeah, because we listen, I listen to some of these. uh, I was at Get Up, for instance, and who was there? Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira was there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I got a chance to chat with him. And listening to him talk about what he's thinking about while he's hitting or whatever, it's like, Baseball has like varied, and I'm I didn't play growing up. Okay, sure, I did not. I did play in a frontier yep. league game. That's right, professionally on base percentage. That counts. Three thirty-three. No big deal. Slid too. I knew it. Hall of Fame numbers. Bang. Contact. First time stepping into a mm-hmm. batter's box in my entire life. Actual first time stepping into a batter's box. First pitch, 92-mile-an-hour fastball. No, it's not crazy. I guess like 97, 102 last night. Yeah. That fucking Shohei guy. Wild. Holy shit. To your point, dog, this guy. Contact, break thumb pretty much. Yep. Almost pull hamstring. <laughs> right. Run into first base. It'll almost happen. beat it out, though. Yeah, yeah almost made it. Yeah, because yeah, it was like a bunt how much mm-hmm. I did not Jammed get any time. power on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of like fluttered below. Almost had some time. But I get on base. So not knowing the baseball as well as I probably should. 
This, I loved it, Connor. Yeah, no, it was unbelievable. The whole process of last night. And I'm in the same mindset as you. Like, I don't watch baseball. I'll watch the World Series. I'll watch the playoffs. Like, when the Red Sox are good, sure, I'll watch, but they haven't been good for a little bit. But to you guys' point about, like, you know, all-star game feel, it's almost like with March Madness going on, it's like if March Madness ended and then their season started. Like, that's how I see it because you got to see all these unbelievable players. It's like a world championship, and then they're rolling into the season. Like, I'm going to watch baseball next week because of this. Time things out. Was that little twenty-year-old throwing ninety-seven last night? Did you see that? How the how those little dudes do it? I'll never understand. Dude, this guy was twenty years old. Mm -hmm. Appeared to be very small, and then it was just like ninety-seven. I'm like, what, bro? I loved everything about it except for the fact that you know, what U.S.'s twenty-fifth best pitcher, Merrill Kelly, was the starter last night. I mean, where were the big dogs? Where were the big pitchers? That I mean. Yeah, you Scherzer, fucking Gary Cole. Where were we? Grommy. Yeah, how come we got Trout out there? Yeah, all the position players are. Yeah, our lineup was unbelievable. Yeah, we could have used another guy, too. Fucking Judge, but he decided he doesn't love him. Judgey. Yeah, what's that all about? No, it's just huh? a typical Yankee. Huh? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean the team, not the team. team. Yeah, 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 the team. Yeah, Judgey could have maybe played, but, I mean, the pitching is is the, the major issue because if we would have had our top That's the guys, sport, isn't it? I yeah. mean, the sport yeah. is the pitcher. When, that yeah, is, and uh, it makes sense because in, like, a tournament like this, you assume that – because teams don't want, with the season starting next week, like, you don't want your ace going out there and having to throw eight innings in a game. So hey, Tony was pitching. Right. This guy hits as well. Right. Why, why are we – But he only threw – like – you know, he only threw an inning because they don't want him fucking oh, yeah. throwing. What was the guy's name last night that was commentating? He said the Angels aren't going to be happy with a quick turnaround here with Shohei going into warmups, or would possibly not be happy mm-hmm. because they he went in in the seventh, I think. Right? Yeah, he started warming up. Yes, and then they didn't, you know, because because uh, Schwarber hit a homer in the seventh, and we were kind of starting Good to put ball. a little rally together, and then they were kind of playing it like. Well, are are we going to have to go burn him and, and put him out in the eighth and he'll have to pitch the eighth and the ninth? Or are we going to be able to hold on and just bring him in in the ninth and kind of shut the door, which ultimately is what they got to do. But that's why our, our top guys aren't going is because, you know, and I think Bruce mentioned this earlier sitting out there, like when when you're getting ready for a season like this and these guys are going to throw over 200 innings, like it's a process building your arm back up. So you don't you, like you can't come out of the gate just throwing Unless you're Shohei, you know, but like you, a, a lot, of, a lot of these, like you were saying, Verlander, like he's he's like 39 years old, so he he can't like if he doesn't have his full process working. His that was arm, a text ready. I sent to Ty last mm-hmm. night because somebody else came out to the mound. Yeah, Loop or uh, whatever. Yeah, no. what, <laughs> was, yeah. Loop was the most baseball yeah. player looking baseball player I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. He did the job. He, he did. He got yeah. us out of a jam. Hey, Loop's kind of a dog, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Loop's lower body. Mm-hmm. He's squatting 10,000, I think. Oh, yeah. But these pitchers coming out, I don't know who the fuck. And you, I knew who the more Japanese pitchers were. Yeah. yeah. Then I knew the American pitchers, and I sent him a text. I go, where's Justin Verlander, Pack? Where's it? And I think the thing is, and you would understand this, I think, as much as anybody else, I would assume baseball is a massive, like, limit reps. Like, hey, we're going to have you on a pitch count. That's an actual thing. Yeah. A pitch count. And it's almost as you get older and older, that becomes like a year-round count of everything that you're doing almost to save your body. Is that, do, is that why you think maybe we didn't have any of our fucking pitchers, Pac-Man? Or, or what, are you, what are your thoughts on our competition level from the mound, which is the sport. Yes. Yeah. That is the sport. The, uh, the pitcher is the sport. I think this was a big payday for sure that's why he was planning this i I think everybody knew Mm. that it would be us against um japan for the championship and i'm quite sure he made a bankroll oh yeah i mean listen what we're talking about i assume we're not the only people yeah like that's getting it though that that's like content business Mm -hmm. everything like that 
I don't know how he remains so, you know? Just calm, cool, collect. You put, you put one of our aces over there, they're not going to make the payday that he just made. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to sniff what his, his contract will be. He's going to make so much money, right? Yeah. Buster only reported this morning that the bidding will probably start at like $500 million plus. He'll probably eclipse Six hundred million plus for like some of these teams who don't really have a shot, but it's like how about Cohen, dude? Cohen, what he spends True. every dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going probably ten million more than whatever the bid is. I've told you guys the story about I was at an auction and uh, it was a golf outing auction. Yeah, and they were offering up Saturday Night Live VIP with a private plane. Okay, with a private plane, mm-hmm. hotel, everything. It was like. Hey, that sounds pretty sweet for four people, I think. I think it was four people or whatever. Damn. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great time. Like, Nick was potentially going to end up at fucking Saturday Night Live. We were just going to be having a good time on this thing. I start bidding. I have a pretty good amount of money at this point in my life. Like, pretty solid amount of money. Like, I feel good. Like, all right, we're going to win this. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, but this we're going to we are gonna do this. I start bidding. It's like, it uh, starts at like 10000 I'm like, cool, 10000 Obviously, going to charity. Somebody behind me goes fifteen. I go, sweet, twenty. Guy goes 25. I go, okay, sweet, 30. Guy goes 50. Mm. I go, okay, 51. The guy <laughs> goes 60. Oh. I go, okay, 61. The guy goes 75. I go, well, I don't know. What the fuck yeah, who is, is going on? And the person I was sitting with was hosting the thing. He told me the guy's name. The guy created his exact target, I think. Exact oh. target was the mm-hmm. name of the company. And then it sold to Salesforce. Mm-hmm. And he did that literally 10 days before this auction. <laughs> Four billion or something, oh, like three man. billion. Plus so, with cash. So much money. Yeah. So my, my, one of the richest people in all of Indiana was sitting four tables behind me pretty much. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck? Like, I've, because I, Colt player in Indiana. Yeah, exactly. Pretty good amount of money. Like, I feel pretty, I felt pretty good for a second. No chance. So I did one more 76. He goes 100. I'm like, all right, I thought we were going to do that. All right. yeah. And I felt like the, uh, the bidding war people at the auctions, like I ran it up almost for charity. Good for me. I'm yeah. a hero. Yep. That is yeah. not the case. I look like an asshole. <laughs> like, I look like a complete asshole. So I go meet old buddy. He's a Colts fan, obviously. We should, ah, I should know his name. That's a person I should know the name of. I do not. He was a good dude. But there's those people in, like, baseball now, it appears. Oh, yeah. They're like... Oh, you're saying 61? Sweet. Here's 75. Like, Cohen here, somebody offers this. He's like, hey, just listen. I want you to not only, like, come, but I want you to be happy to come. We're going to go $20 million over what they're saying, and we're going to pay the luxury tax just to get you to become a fucking man. I don't know if you've heard this. I've invested money everywhere. They're fining me for everything. And then one of the guys I invested my money to, guess what he did? Guess what he did, Shohei? Hmm. Fucking just ruined his whole season <laughs> in a game that didn't matter, allegedly, in my eyes, but I loved it. I love you. Here's that, like... They were talking about like eight hundred million or something last night potentially for Shohei. Is that real? Is that a real 800, thing? Eight hundred, probably not. The, the internet was talking about. Yeah, that. no. I mean, but but we'll see because like it it'll be the kind of thing where chances are he's he's also going to want to play in a big market that probably has some sort of like Japanese reach, you know? Because I think most of those guys who are studs like. Like, it's still, I mean, like, he has to talk through a translator, you know? like And the translator needs a little moxie. Can we, can yeah. we get a little, because I think Shohei has a little personality. Mm-hmm. I think he probably it, does in there. But that is why places like New York, you know, like, because they the, a lot of Japanese people live in New York. Like, there is kind of like a sense of home a little bit. 
And it's just like there will be a couple of those teams, like the kind of blue bloods, like the Yankees and the Mets, obviously, because Steve Cohen has so much money. The Dodgers, talking about the Mariners, the Red Sox, like teams like that will be able to bid. Pirates, right. But but ultimately, too, is like Maybe. we'll give them a team. It, Shohei talks about that. Like there's a reason he wanted to play last night. Like he fucking loves baseball. Like he loves competing. Like he wants to win. You know, he's. I don't think he's just like he knows what he's worth. He knows how much money he's going to make. But he just. The, he just spent five years in limbo where it's like, hey, like I'm I'm not here to fucking win seventy five games, miss the playoffs, and then just like have everyone, you know, tip me all off season about how good I am. Like I wanna show it in the playoffs. I wanna show it like I did last night when the moments are huge. Like he is an actual fucking gamer. So I'm not saying he's gonna take, you know, fifty million less to go play somewhere where he thinks he, he can win, but I also don't think he's just gonna sell out and take money because also the reach in Japan like his off the field endorsements, he's gonna make a shitload of has a New money. Balance deal. Is that what it is? Yeah. I see. Yep. Has a New Balance mm-hmm. deal. Go ahead, Pack. What are you gonna say? I was just. That's what I was saying. After winning this game, that that number back in Japan done skyrocket. It's probably billboards, statues yeah. already mm-hmm. being planned. Everything. How many hundred? What? How many million? Uh, people are 127 million people in 127 Japan. million in Japan. Marketing could be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Marketing could be pretty good over there. I would assume it has some. Um, Shibuya, I believe, is an intersection in Tokyo. You guys might have seen it in the Fast and Furious yeah, series. Probably, yep. We walked through there uh, after a night of incredible sushi and incredible sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of it. Yep. What was that shit? I was, I was drinking like Japanese moonshine. Yeah, there. That's with been, scorpion in it. It yeah. had a snake. Or snake. Yeah. It had a snake. The guy with the sword. I, yeah, I, guy I, with that's the sword. Been pulled up before. We're drinking Japanese moonshine. I mean, we got really. I mean, we were turning. We were having a good time over. Abushu. That was when me and Chuck. Ha, ha, what? Abushu. Abush. Of course. Abushu. Abushu. Thank you. <laughs> Thank well, you. That's when me and Chuck made were, in Okinawa. That's really where me. Boom. And, yeah, there it is. I had a good time that night. I mean, that was just one of them. We had six straight with those. I mean, over there, other side of the country. Mm-hmm. I was just living. I just got done with a stand-up comedy tour. Literally the day before we took the flight to um, to Japan. It's where me and Chuck met each other. But we walked through Shibuya. It was like 10.30 at night, 11 o'clock at night. They call it the busiest intersection in the world or something. Yeah. There's, it's literally just a sea of human, like actual humans. Like a wave is just going across. And it's a five-way. And every single thing is just people. Crossing. Just humans everywhere. Think about the endorsement deals with how many humans are over there. Holy shit. Their business must be massive. Shohei's got to be the king of Japan. Yeah. It has to be right now. Yeah. It's like New York Times 10 over there. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Like, to win at that level and the showdown that it came to um, at the end of that game, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better rollout. Roll Hell yeah. That, yeah. Was a, that was a nice rollout. And I think um, whenever you – we were supposed to be chatting with Laramie Tunzel, I think coming up here in – Okay, so Laramie, there might be a miscommunication. Because remember, we had timing issues there with Laramie. Yeah. yeah. We had a miscommunication. We don't know. Oh. This morning, too. Because what time zone is he in, you know? Might have been speaking. No, I, didn't, I never told Laramie a time. I actually told him the wrong day. And I have not, <laughs> I have not even responded to that. So I think it's all whatever's going on back there, ZD, baby. So ZD, the Texans, their teams, mm-hmm. like they're like, hey. They're about it. Mm-hmm. They come into the office. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They send us stuff. They're like, hey, anything you need from us, please let us know. I'm like, I appreciate that. No, I don't know how, like, there's some things like we have to, you know, like we're not just like, 
if the Houston Texans stink like they, yeah. uh, they like we got to do what we got to do. Right. If, but it feels like they get it down there with us. Mm-hmm. Very Absolutely. much so. They're very wide open. I mean, and that was in the heat of the Easterby stuff. And, like, they still, like, they understand that, hey, we have to we talk very about supportive that stuff. That's when they got introduced to us. Did you hear about Jack Easterby? Do you, do you remember what this story was? We probably tighten that up so we're done to do that, I assume. So. Um, remind me. Jack Easterby was the FCA guy for the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. He was the— Loved. Fellowship of Christian Athletes preacher, I do believe, for the New England Patriots. Loved, mm-hmm. long time. Goes down to Houston, gets recruited down to Houston with the GM, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Casario. I, I don't know. Nick came he was after. There before that, yeah, yeah, he was before. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, he with they, Bill they O'Brien? They were saying that he was yeah, a was big, Billy big reason that they brought in Casario. Yeah, Billy O, maybe Billy O'Brien. It was somehow. Yeah. This guy gets brought in from New England, from a New England person's recommendation in Houston. Jack Eastbury gets in there, and this guy can say the Lord's word. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah, he's he the Shohei Otani of the Lord's Word. Bro, he was crip walking on one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish mm-hmm. in the middle of a service. That is, yeah, that's a real deal. Anyways, he worked himself up to being the president of the fucking Texans, was making all the decisions personnel wise. <laughs> Allegedly, this guy had a mic, had a microphone during games, headset during games with a thing. This guy, FCA guy, New England, Houston Texans, right up to the top. Wow. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, t- having actual say. Watching film, judging things, making plays. This is all alleged. Alleged, right. We have never heard from Jack Eastbury. We have heard Jack Eastbury knows about us. I would assume so, because we are very fascinated by this. Have you ever heard anything like this? I've never heard of Me neither. No. It was weird. He must have been good. That's like taking Connor off the show and say, hey, Connor, go, go be the head coach of... The Texans. Yeah, yeah. Go like, call plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Connor, hey, you're a good speaker. You know, people yeah. seem to like you. Let's yeah. go ahead and put you in a position of power in the NFL, the highest level of the hardest sport in the world. That'll be. Was that cover two or cover three right there, Connor? Yeah, hey, sure. speaking <laughs> of. Okay, let's talk about that. Uh, Devin McCourty was doing an interview with Tom E. Curran up in New England. And Devin McCourty was asked by Tom. I think they have a good relationship, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. Seems like they get along well. Tom E. Curran works for NBC Sports Boston. Uh, he covers the Patriots. He's covered the Patriots a long time. Has been on this program before. Right. Has been on this program before. Devin McCourty basically broke down to Tom E. Curran like, what he hates about television coverage and sports coverage cool. as a whole of the NFL. And he even brought up the point where... There is people that he appreciates and respects in the football world calling games in a moment and saying something's cover three, and there's clearly two safeties on TV. So he says he doesn't want to be the person that does that. He would like to grade things because he's getting into the media world, but it's hard to do that. Is there ever a time where you remember where the uh, commentator just threw you under the bus, and did you hold a grudge against that human forever uh, because of it? I'll tell you a prime example. The Steve uh, Smith play, we was in cover two. Um, he- it was a broken play. What was the Steve Smith play? Because I don't remember what it is. Clearly you do, though. Um, he caught a long bomb. It was oh, Ravens no. game. But oh. it, it was a busted play. It was cover, cover two in the coverage. But I end up catching him, and he broke the tackle. And first thing, the, the commentators say, oh, he was a man-to-man. He didn't keep his – he wasn't in fucking man-to-man. He didn't know <laughs> what the fuck you talking about. But, no, I don't hold a grudge because I, I know once I get back to the meeting room, when we get that, that paper that grayed us out, and then I get to go back and talk on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So. Yeah, you get to clarify some yeah, things. Yeah, you get to clarify. But it's not heard by the amount of people that are potentially hearing things. So for me, like kicking and punting, nobody knows shit about. Mm-hmm. Like nobody has a clue about. Hang time. Anything, yeah. Where I'm putting the ball, the hang time, like what I'm trying to do versus what other people are trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that whole thing is happening. So it's like. 
it's okay you don't ask me, but also, like, don't be, you know, say, like, there's been a couple commentators that know nothing about kicking or punting that have made comments not only about me, but a lot of guys. And it's like, yo, what you're saying is not, like, that is nothing to do with anything that we're doing, but that shapes a narrative in some yeah. people's minds. And those people are voting for Pro Bowls uh -huh. and other honors, and there's bonuses, big ones mm -hmm. that are attached with those types of things. There's legacies that are attached to those types of things. I think it's very important that when we're watching something, like that the narrative is not built too early and completely false. Remember the one about Micah, Tone Diggs? Micah Parsons' first game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was, he was. Middle like, linebacker. This guy has no idea what he's doing. Now, granted, he has ended up being the greatest, one of the greatest edges in the history of the game That's through the first two years of his career yeah. of all time. Mike going to be that, which was, I think he would have figured out Mike too if he. Probably sure. I think he would have because yeah. he plays that a little bit. But that first game, he was getting cooked and he, roasted because of what the commentator yeah, said. Yeah, he had stepped up to play the run in his, in his run duties or whatever and then had to flip his hips and get, and get back into coverage and kind of wall off the tight end, and it looked like he was lost for a second, but he wasn't. But the guy created football who put the video out. So, Which you are a fan of again. Love that. So yeah. we need to let that world know. No, no, no. One, tweet, one tweet made sense. No, no, no. You <laughs> are a fan. fan. There was, you one, are tweet fan. There was one tweet about Lamar that made sense. No, no, no. And you saw that tweet, and you said, I'd assume if we agree on this, we agree on a lot of other things. We don't need to hold grudges, maybe because of a couple right. of different thoughts yeah. that people have had. I mean, they could hold those against us forever as well, right? Isn't right? that what you're saying you about the guy? Book. Agreed. Yeah, you bought his book. Yeah, yeah you did. Holy Why? shit. Sent that book. What's your problem? What? I thought we Tell didn't him. we disagree? We were. Well, I just wanted to set this record straight. You At were the correct. Time. He was incorrect. Okay. <laughs> All right. Got it. But yeah, that Michael Parsons, that happens a lot at a lot of different uh, positions yep. and situations. It's like, are, are we 100% sure? And I think the DBs are normally the victims of it the most, especially after what we've seen from Darius yeah. this year. Mm -hmm. And then you hear other people talking, they hear Devin McCourty, like that's his first thing is like, well, there's people that are talking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they. You feel that through like your career because although you can get the answer on Twitter nowadays and things like that, there's like 42 million people watching these fucking Sunday night games. Yeah, exactly. Like, there is. There's a lot of people that their first thought is like, oh, that's a guy that got cooked. Like for two days, that's a conversation that happens. And there's humans on the other end of it and legacies. I enjoy I I think the world's going to get smarter though, football wise. Absolutely. Like I think like comment, I think the, I think we're at a stage where it's like getting. You know what I mean? Much better. I think so. Tone, what's your tone? Well, you don't think so? No, uh, there maybe on, on. I think I don't think Twitter helps because any everyone has a voice. It's fifty fifty. I I think it's actually jump like it's jumped the shark a bunch because now that like you can buy the all twenty two, like people think everyone thinks they're a D coordinator or oh, like you an think so? You think this has been? Oh yeah, it's oh, actually yeah. had a, a reverse. I, I think I think <laughs> there's been like a shift because you will see you'll see people who get on there who you know watch the film. And don't know what they're looking at, but they've because they have it available and they can watch it. Like they've kind of and, and they maybe enjoy it. Like they've convinced themselves, like I do know what I'm talking about. And then it takes someone <laughs> else who like was a coach or was a GM or like you know worked in the league for a long time to be like, yeah, just because this guy has access to the All 22, like he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Like this is bullshit. And I think that that has kind of become a lot more prevalent since that stuff become available i didn't even think of the you know for every action yeah. there's an equal and opposite yeah. reaction oh yeah yes. exactly and that is happening i assume but whenever you come out you that's why you need to keep saying stuff like i think that i think that's a big deal that the former players continue to make things right because i think fans would want to know 
personally. Yeah. I think so. Well, and, and that's and, why I feel like it's my bad, Patrick. Good. But like, that's why I feel like it's 50 50 because like there are a lot of those fuckers that Ty's mentioning <laughs> that will, you know, they watch the film and all of a sudden they know everything. And that's watch one this thing. release here. Watch yeah. this. Watch yeah, this. and that's what Devin McCourty said. Like, how many times did you watch the game? To Tom Curry, he's like, what are you talking about? I watched it on Sunday. Like, these dudes watch it over and over again. But <laughs> with all those idiots, like, there are guys like Lombardi. Pac-Man, Darius Butler, who know what they're looking at. Offensive line, same off, thing. Exactly. I was just thinking of AQ, AQ. Yep. with how mad AQ used to get. Yeah. He used to get he, furious. Yes. He I was the people on TV. Who yes. Athletes who played on t- NFL guys who played on TV, he gets mad at a line. So. Yeah. yeah, he does. That's I mean, why Greg Olson was so good this year. He boom, just stayed great. in his lane, only talked about what he knew. And But right now, Players are using their platform if yes. if if you start talking shit about them. Yeah. yeah. They're going, there, all right, let me rewind this play. Not hey, everybody. Look, no, me yeah, personally, right. not everybody. if I was in the league now, I would break down every Sunday. Me too. Wrong or, wrong or right, no matter how good I Don't play. need to give away strategy. Yeah, Don't need you know, to fuck you, your team. Hey, look, boom, that was a great play right here. And then if I get cooked one play, hey, look, I got out leverage on this play. This was a good release. He called the ball or I fucked up right here. Yeah. And yeah, it's actually something NFL Film should offer up. Like NFL Film should be offering be that up to. Um, that sounds like a good business idea. This is the things like the NFLPA should think of. Hey, NFLPA, let's let's think of this. Let's offer, let's think of content ideas that you know NFL Films and probably a sponsor could do for the players. Because now we're making money. You say not just taking money, nope, and like using money. Now we're making money. Mm-hmm. Hey, huh? Pretty smart. Concept. That is a great idea, Pac. I didn't even think about that because – and it doesn't have to be the whole game. No. Notable plays that you were involved in. Yeah. Don't give away the strategy. You would not be giving away anything that anybody else hasn't already said. And if you are, don't. Obviously can't happen. Let the team watch it then. Like let, let somebody have to give the final yeah. – okay, the NFL films people, high football IQ people, they've been around football a long time. They don't want to fuck anybody over or give anything up. Hard knocks. That would be it's incredible. Not, it's not even that hard, though, because right now you can go and watch every game. Yeah. Anybody got some common sense of football, you can go right now on NFL Live and watch the game. Yeah. yeah. It's and it shows the whole view. You don't get the back copy um, like we get yeah, when we watch it on, on – You're not game. exposing anything that right. isn't already wide open – to right. everybody mm-hmm. to potentially look at. You might be – now, I do wonder, though, like what would be the backdrop? There would be people right now in the NFL that would not want this. Coaches would not want this to happen. Why Why would they not want it to happen? Like that's just immediately what my first thought is because it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, would it be like because then the next team knows like they're looking for this? Like the one thing that popped in my head because of the big brain football you did last year at the beginning of the season, like that Ramsey play – talking to him about when Gabe Davis and them had that conversation on the sideline and he was looking for something specifically and he jumped that route. But instead, because of the Gabe Davis conversation, he went, you know, 70 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made an adjustment live. Yeah, if if you could talk to Jalen Ramsey, like, hey, explain what you were seeing that you thought you were going to get. And then that might be where, like, he's saying, yeah, our coach wants us to look for certain spots on routes. Yeah, this is also where you could say, well, it was cover two and then I was just the fastest to the guy who actually covered. That would be an easy way to clear easy that type of shit up i think the players already get to see that anyway like they got every game dude just call it the clarification series bro why don't we just and it it doesn't have to be every player every week it could just be the ones that like players are like hey this is wrong this is being talked about wrong have the pr team be a part of it just like any other opportunity i mean that would be great content and have the you know have the deal be with the teams you can negotiate a deal 
I've negotiated with Colts for appearances and other things that have happened because it's through one of their sponsors. I think that is easy money well, that can get brought in and make our world a lot better, make the sports world as a whole a lot better. Brilliant cons. Yeah, and some guys might not want to do it because it's like this is the worst you know moment. Like I got cooked here, and like that's one thing. But if you were to do the Bills and the 13 seconds left in the game against the Chiefs in the divisional round last year, like what were they trying to do defensively? Where you had the do it Kels, do it Kels from Mahomes. Yeah, because they were just Kelsey. getting dunked on relentlessly over and over again. for not being able. Yeah, and if somebody would have came out and said, "Hey, this was the plan. The plan did not work clearly. Bingo. But we did have a plan because that was a tough offseason. They were thinking about changing rules. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then every time they were thinking about changing the rules, that got brought up. It's just like Deflategate. Mm-hmm. Every time Deflategate uh, got brought up, we would literally get brought up about how, how bad we lost. Yeah. Them. They beat the shit out of the Colts, remember? Yeah, that was like... Th- like that, that was... That was literally the side effect conversation that came immediately upon that happening. Yeah. So I think you heard all of us, and I'm not saying I was anywhere near a spokesperson for the fucking team. I'm just saying the team... Mo- everybody's idea was like, can we stop talking about this? Yeah. We would like to move on. Lasted two years. We just get dunked on. Yeah, two years. Yeah, he didn't get suspended until 2016. Two years. What a wild time. That's kind of, you know, that's every action. That's uh-huh. right. Yep. Equal and opposite reaction. And Gotta bills be. were talked about all year. Who was that? Who was the, uh, the equal and opposite reaction? Isaac Newton. Is that who it was? Think. Shout out Newton, dude. Shout out. What else did, what else did Newton? Newton did yeah, some three shit. Three right? laws. Yeah. Okay. Fit, go ahead. The equal and opposite reaction. Okay. Uh, this is not the exact terminology, but it's the uh, metaphor. Weight of everything falls or whatever. Fucking apple on the head. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nine point eight. Um, oh, the there. speed in which gravity. Bing. Nine point eight eight, and then there's a thing. Squared. There's a thing over top of it. I yeah. believe. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And then treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Nice. <laughs> Newton's a he, fucking dog. He did come up with that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sure. golden rule. Yep. Yeah. A body in motion remains in motion, or a body at rest remains at rest until acted upon by a force. Okay, Newton, shout out. Force <laughs> equals mass times Oh, there it is. Same That's as, a big same one. Same as gravity. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big one there. It's America's Funniest Home Movies, but in different order. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's how we, that's how we remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, you're you're 100 right. Mm-hmm. Why was that so big? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how. For every reaction, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There's a third one too. He thought of that one late. Yeah, yeah this is fuck. Need another one. Newton said. <laughs> yeah. need, need another three. one. You were a genius whenever you thought of that type of stuff. Yeah. Now we just kind of take it as uh, for granted. Think about whenever the person created uh, a couch. Like, oh. That person was fucking love, dude. They were just sitting yeah. on hard ass rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long time. <laughs> they were just sitting on hard rocks for a long time. I think if you go back human history, we can assume that at one point two thousand years ago. Jesus, right? It was Jesus? No, he had I think he had sandals at that point. So I assume did. they were thinking about protecting oh, themselves. True. They used to just walk around barefoot. Do you think they're putting any padding on anything they're sitting oh, on? Oh no, no, I thought you meant no, like, no way. Sorry, Bench. Humans at one point, bro, were just sitting on bench. rocks, dude. I, I just went down a wormhole actually right before this show about, <laughs> you know, the history of humans. Who knows? They could have been sitting on fucking clouds back then. We'd have no idea. Oh, okay. You think we a little bit more buoyancy out of the I boys? think there's I mean, depending on what the aliens brought. <sighs> Now, the couch, of course, was invented by Jay Wellington Couch in the year 1895, but the sofa was invented much earlier, of course. That's bullshit. From what we know, the earliest recorded image of a sofa or anything resembling it is in 1686 on the engraving called Woman of a Quality on a Canopy. Ooh. Okay, so, like, yeah. Imagine when the first sofa popped up. They were so happy, dude. 
People are sleeping like so much better. They're probably so much nicer. Yeah, if I had to get and then the pillows, pillows, pillows shortly oh. thereafter. Yeah, in the floor. I know they loved it. Dude, think about the people though that still sit on the stone. The soft generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Soft generation. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine the shoe generation? The people who didn't wear shoes. Oh my God, you're put. Oh, what, what the hell is that on your feet, boy? Oh my God. Yeah. Those things all had to happen for us oh, to get to this point right That's right. Shout out to the past, dude. Yeah. Shout out. Appreciate Not all of it's good. Hey, a lot of bad back there. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot of bad, but some stuff had to happen. Yeah. Hindsight. I mean, everyone, you know, yeah. 2020, whatever the fuck. All right. Speaking of, hindsight's 2020. Um, Hilarious. Cam Newton. Good transition. That, oh, shit. That's just yeah, he said hindsight 50-50. Uh, well done. Cam Newton had that quote whenever he was asked about something that went wrong in a football game. And we all remember in the press conferences how cool Cam would always look. Oh, yeah. And when Cam looked so cool and they were playing incredible football and winning, it was like a match made in heaven. You know, this guy's got this fucking top hat on. He's got a scarf on. Mm -hmm. He's got four jackets on, all different length. They all match perfectly. This dude loves his fashion mm -hmm. and appears to be an absolute fucking dog. dog. The way he handled questions, it was almost like he was built for the moment. Mm -hmm. This dude was a defensive end that could play quarterback. Had to go to Juco. Obviously, we all remember that because he was cutting bars before a practice that was filmed and maybe the earliest forms of great internetting. Cam Newton mm -hmm. breaks it down. Then he goes to Auburn. Then he obviously wins. Then he gets into the NFL with the Carolina Panthers and he takes over that whole city. Yeah. Carolina Panthers become a thing in Carolina again because Cam Newton was there. This fucking freak show athlete who was incredibly charming, and handsome, what? and fashionable, what? and still a dog somehow, was going to be the next guy. Would go on to win an MVP, would play in a fucking Super Bowl, would be able to be a guy that nobody thought would be able to be imitatable because he was different than everything. And some shit happened. Yeah. Some injuries, some mm -hmm. situations, mm. father time potentially. Mm. Situations weren't necessarily the greatest, and he was still going in there, not performing what we had seen him do in the past, which was freakish, which was unbelievable. So he's being compared not only against everybody else, but also what he used to be. That was two different types of comparisons happening. And now he seemingly is making a fucking NFL comeback, or he's trying to. Yeah. In Zuba's yesterday, yep. he was at the Auburn Pro Day throwing to his younger brother and others. There was a bomb that we all seen on the internet. There was a promo from Shannon Sharp about Cameron Newton that Ooh. I was incredibly put together. And if you're listening to it, you would be able to think to yourself, he's you speaking the truth there. Everything he's saying is speaking the truth. But then you think about like Cam Newton. And you think to yourself, is Cam Newton going to go out like he went out in New England? Mm. And is Cam Newton going to sign up to look like that Cam Newton again? I'm not 100% sure that's the type of human he is, but I don't fucking know the guy personally. So he has to have some sort of confidence. He has to have some some sort of thought yeah. that he'll be great. Is he a guy that's just going to think that way for the rest of his life, you think, Pac? Or is this really something potentially because he is bigger, stronger? Yeah. How old is he? 30 what? 34, yeah. 34 years old. We got 40-year-olds playing. We He's in great shape. Right, he is obviously a guy. His body could potentially play a style of quarterback if he had the skills to do that particular style of quarterback while also being able to be Cam Newton. There's people that have been very much older than he is now that have been able to accomplish that. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think, like, what, what do you... Getting in the door is going to be tough, but just as a player, what do you think? Um, as a player, you know, I don't know. He, uh, he's, to me, uh, it's, it don't add up. You know, we got guys that are... 
playing at MVP level last year that's not even getting paid. Two years ago. Two years ago. I think he's going to get paid. No. He was hurt last year at MVP. He didn't have that. But he still played. He played at an MVP level. Got it, got it. Um, Cam haven't played in two years. Um, yeah. I seen the one deep ball. I also called around and asked how did he look to a couple of my buddies that was there. Um, and they say he overthrew a couple balls. And they don't know if, if, if that's the same Cam that they seen before. So me personally um, – that's tough. I would you sit think it down. he's going to think like this forever? I would, I would sit it down if I was him. Um, I know Cam is a high competitor. Um, he loves to compete. But um, I don't know. I, I just know He's definitely not going to go and be in backup. Um, I think whoever get him would have to be a backup, bro. Um, it's not too many teams that are bringing guys that haven't played in two years to come to be the starter. It's interesting. Un, un, yeah. un, un, unless you – it's an interesting situation because he's a dog. We all just uh, we yep. just laid out how he is, mm-hmm. which is why we loved him. Yeah, which is but why you got to was... be Aaron Rodgers, Armstrong. You got to be Tom Brady, Armstrong. Yeah, you got to throw. You, you got to be Lance Armstrong. Uh, Strong. Uh, what's what's your boy? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Bingo. My strength to come back uh, for two years. Eli Manning. Eli right. Manning. Like this is it's not it's not easy as what. We making it. Yeah, the throwing aspect of it, the super elite mm-hmm. throwers are the ones that are seemingly being able to last longer because they can control the amount of hits that they have to get and they can still have success that people want to keep them around. Mm-hmm. So, like, the style of play that can last whenever you lose your mobility is obviously one. And then also you have to have success in doing that style and it's not just a style that everybody can be successful at. It's not everybody like Joe Burrow is like such a thing because it feels and Patrick Mahomes, whenever he throws ninety percent of his passes from inside the pocket, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like sixteen and overs. I, I forget yeah, what win. the he can. He's an end. You got to be elite arm talent, I think. Yeah. To play like extended amount of times because cheaper to go younger yep. normally. Mm-hmm. Um, younger is longer. Okay, uh, younger has the mentality of like just wanting it still, not already having it. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can get people that kind of sell themselves away from signing Cam Newton potentially. I think just if you think about it from how they're viewing the whole situation. Well, but damn, I don't want to see this every. I don't want to see this. Tough. I love Cam Newton, man. I don't want to see like every single year we have to come out and say like, no, he's not the right guy to be in the NFL right now. Hey, look. If, if he want to keep trying, I'm all for what he want to do. Okay, as um, long as he's happy. T.O. did the same thing. Yeah, still. He, he still said he want to play, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why T.O. still want to play football, but. <laughs> well, he is. I seen him. Yeah, he yeah, played fan craze football a little uh, bit. Hey, did he, call it, did he catch? Uh, he may have caught Yeah, that. he caught one. Caught a game winner for the uh, – Zappers? All right, we have to move on quickly because we have a man who's joining us early, and I apologize for not getting to you as soon as you hopped on. Ladies and gentlemen, absolute icon of a man, host of the Mayor's Office podcast, three-time All-Star, Yenzer, the Mayor, Sean Casey. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Hey, where are you at right now? I want to come... Hey, after the WBC, I want to come back and play some baseball, but I'm 48. And there's no chance I could run the bases, so I'm out. Okay, hold on now. You just got to get the first, don't you? Because yeah. I saw a pinch runner yeah. last night. Yeah. I saw a pinch runner last night. All we need you to do is just spray the ball a little bit, which is all you did, right? You just put wood to ball, spray the field, let me mm-hmm. get on there. That's what we needed last That's all we fucking needed last night. What, what happened? Were we supposed to lose that game, Sean, or no? 
Wow, I'll tell you what. Well, you know what? I, I think, listen, Japan is so good. They've been so good. They've, they've been the icons of the classic since it started. And uh, I just think last night, it couldn't have gone any better. It was an absolute dream for Major League Baseball, the way it was set up. The whole WBC was incredible. But for it to come down to Shohei Otani coming in to close the finals, facing Mike Trout. Scripted. And, and getting to it. You know, come on, man. 3-2 three, two, three, two game. 3-2 three, count. Oh. And then he throws an unbelievable slider to punch him out so Japan wins. And I just think for baseball, for the game of baseball – it couldn't have happened any better, and it was an incredible WBC all around. That's a dream moment, right? Whenever you think of baseball as a kid, it's like, as a pitcher, swing and a miss, right? And then uh, the punch out, like he said, like, the, like that's the whole thing of baseball happening on a stage that's going to have, what, 90 million viewers? How many million across the world? Because it's like, Matt, you said, how long has the Classic been around? And you said Japan's basically been the kings of this thing since it started. Yeah. So it's got to be massive over there. 70 million views, Japan and Korea. Yeah, South, 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 South Korea, yeah. I believe. It's huge over yeah. there, right? And why don't we take it, it as serious, it, or do we? It, we do. We do. We do, Pat. It's, it was incredible. As I was fortunate enough in 2008 when I was with the Red Sox, my last year, we opened up in Japan. So we got a chance to play in the Tokyo Dome. We got a chance to play against uh, uh, the Giants there. It was incredible. Literally, it was almost like for nine innings, they had chance for everybody. They were, they were cheering the whole time. When Big Poppy came up to hit, they were cheering for him. It was just, it's an incredible, it's an incredible thing over there. They love baseball. And this classic means so much to that country. I think it's such a big thing. But, hey, listen, the U.S. showed up. The U.S. showed okay. up. Mark DeRozan did a yeah. great job. The, the power and the force of that lineup was incredible. I mean, just for it to be the U.S. versus Japan sure, in that finals, like I said, it was a it was a baseball international dream come true. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout are the two best players in baseball right now. Faced off for one time, teammates went head to head. Let's get it on power versus power, wow. and and Otani came through at the end. How about that being? a scripted tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, how, how about it? I mean, it was getting thrown at our sport, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This year, it was yeah. getting thrown at our sport a lot. That would be the script to a mm -hmm. movie of baseball. Hopefully, this leads to a resurgence of baseball with the pitch clock and making that shorter. They didn't have that in World Baseball Classic. I don't know how people are reacting to it. It was something that I noticed, though, because it's the first full baseball. First inning, all the way through, I watched the whole fucking thing. Hey, the whole game, that's the... Maybe the first. Be the first time you've ever I, that might be the, the <laughs> whole thing. Wait, I was so invested in it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It felt like every pitch mattered. It felt like it was great. But the thing about pitching, the, I didn't know who any of our pitchers were. I had no idea who any of Will we ever be able to do that? Isn't that the sport? And those guys, hey, great job all tournament, boys. Yeah. Hell yeah, great job all tournament. Loop, loop, great job yeah, out there. Loop. Loop. Those boys did a thing. But I knew more of their pitchers than I knew of ours. Like, is that ever going to change? Or you think with how close it is to the season, impossible? Well, you know what? I think, listen, I think the guy, the, the, you know, with it being spring training, these guys are still getting ready for the season, but I think obviously because of the WBC and what it means to be there, you know, the adrenaline and these guys, you know, they, they pitched out. They pitched well. I mean, it was, it was a well-fought tournament. Even the pitching was great, you know, the hitting, Trey Turner, all those guys. But Agreed. I'll tell you what, brother, but for you to watch a whole game, that's oh, what I'm saying. Come on. Like, so many people tuned in that weren't huge baseball fans because when you can see the icons of Japan – and the icons of, of United States baseball yeah. and the DR and what? Puerto Rico I, and Mexico, I, man. I, these I, were countries. So, like, for you, 
for you to lock in, bro, from nine innings, we know we're on to something. Dude, I don't – yes, thank you. And there's going to be people that are pissed off that I said that. It's like – Good luck getting me to watch anything. Yeah. For I mean, I'm a mover. I'm a. Obviously, people watch the show. The mind is a scattered thing over here. But I was genuinely vested in last night's outcome. I enjoyed the hell out of baseball for the first time, probably ever, except for when I was at PNC Park and I had that big fishing net, yep. Nick. I had that big fucking fishing net. I took a fishing net in there, like uh, for a thing. Let me let me walk right in there. I have hell no yeah. idea how that was even possible. I got. A, I got a ball thrown to me from third baseline's yeah. uh, person. Snagged that thing right over somebody. Did its job. Sorry. How you doing? Keep it moving. That was a great time. I loved baseball that day. How hard not to. Every pitch, I was fucking waiting for some foul uh-huh. ball. Mm-hmm. Hey, that commentator last night on Fox Sports 1, that thing was 9-11 Lone Star. Yeah. Lone exactly. Star. 9-11 Lone yeah. Star is, uh, is a good thing. Commentators last night, did do you do they get to see – the outcome before I get to see it, that guy knew it was a foul ball as the ball was hitting the bat mm-hmm. in what, from my watching. Now, my Hulu might have been delayed or something like that. Is that standard operating procedure, Ty, who I know you have? A, is that a standard operating procedure? As soon as the ball was hitting, he was like, foul. Like, Schwarber, I thought he hit five home runs. I, I thought it was five home runs that he hit, mm-hmm. and then it was like, foul. I'm like, bro, you didn't even give me a chance to, like, oh, I wasn't even, like, yeah. leaning in it. He was like, foul. I'm like, what the fuck does this guy know that I don't know because it wasn't on screen? That's just obvious that that's happening to, like, baseball people that know it? Yeah, I mean, Case might mo- know more, but I just assume it's because they're so high up behind home plate that you can track the ball very easily and see almost right away, like, oh, okay, that's foul. Because I, I, I was like, oh, fucking Schwarbo here? In the same bat, <laughs> he had five home runs in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy, and then it was like, nope. I'm like, God damn, how? It was an incredible showing, an incredible showing. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, sure. Oh, you, I was born there. I was about to say, were you born Hey, that's where too? I was born. Come on, no way. Were you really? Yeah, McGee Women's <laughs> Hospital. Me too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah Sean. Wow. What are you doing? Everything hospital, all right? I knew it. I knew it. That's awesome, man. That's incredible. Hey, thank you, hospital. Thank, thank you, you, hospital. Thank you, hospital. Thank you, hospital. I really appreciate it. Doctors Honestly. Sorry about that, Ty. Just... Hey, I mean. <laughs> what a moment. Man. I just thought yeah. it was nostalgia. It's there. unbelievable. What are you going to do? Sean, we were discussing and kind of like, pontificating. How much do you think Shohei is eventually going to get with his contract when he's a free agent? Buster only this morning says, you know, like bidding might start at 500 upwards of 600 million. Uh, are we looking at potentially him like kind of getting close to an, a, a billion dollar contract? And ultimately, which teams do you think are really going to push for his services? Like, if you had to guess two or three in terms of like that final bidding war. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. I think he's going to no doubt be the first $500 million player. We've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's incredible. We've never seen a guy that's one of the best pitchers in the game that's in the Cy Young Award race every year and also one of the best hitters. And also, he's probably one of the best base runners and would be one of the best outfielders if they let him play. But, what? you know, this guy is incredible. You know, he's, he, we've never seen anything like it. it it's going to be at least $500 million to lock him down, and it could be up to $600 million. And I think at the, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, I think the, the Dodgers are going to be in there big time. I'd be shocked if the Padres aren't in there. And I think the Yankees, you know, are, are going to be in the run too. But you're talking about legendary, legendary player, man. We've never seen anything like it. And it was showcased like no other at the WBC. Yeah, you've been on that for a long time. A lot of the other baseball people have been telling us that um, we're saying 
that it's not possible or whatever. And you were, I think, a genuine fan since the beginning of the show here, right? I think for like, I think on this show at least, oh, yeah. you've been very positive. How long can he do this for? We don't know because we've never seen a show hey before. Is that is that kind of the the whole thing? You know. Well, listen, we've never seen it before, but the way this guy works and the way he goes about his business, he's proving that I think he's a better player when he's doing both of them. I mean, he's, he's been injured before and he's just been a hitter, uh, but I think there's no doubt he's better when he's doing both of them. And he's proven to all of us in the world that like he can get it done and, and get it done at a high level. It's, it's been absolutely amazing. And I think he could do it for at least another eight, seven, eight years. Holy shit. Good for him, man. Yeah. 500, 600, 700 million. Right. Pac-Man. <laughs> Pac-Man has a question for you, Sean. Um, we know the Angels have two, one and two um, for his best players in the major leagues. Will, will there be contenders or they'll just be a team to watch this year? Oh, good question. Actually. Oh, man. Pac Man, that's a great question, man. It's such a frustrating thing for baseball fans because you have the two best players on the same team in the world. You got Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, two best players. And I think the thing that's the Angels have struggled with all these years since they've had those guys is you win on the bump. You know, you win you win in that rotation. And they just haven't had the horses in the rotation to really be that great. So I think it's a shame, but I don't think they're gonna be contenders this year. You know, if anything, they'll be a little bit above five hundred and maybe have a shot at that Jeez. second wild card. But it's a bummer having the two best players in the world on the same team that just can't get to the postseason. Pac, I'm happy you asked the question mm-hmm. because I was starting to think there as you were saying it, like everybody just says the Angels stink. Uh-huh. They stink. Mm-hmm. They stink, right? Season hasn't even started. When yeah. the season started? Coming up? Yeah, next week. Yeah, They're going to be better yeah, than the Yankees week. this year. Is there, They're going to be better Ooh, than the Yankees? Is that why you asked the question? I'll Is, cut my arm off if the Yankees are better than the fucking <laughs> – or the Angels are better than the Yankees this year. Well, really? you got yeah. two best players in sport, I They heard. don't. They don't. That's debatable. Mike Trout's unbelievable. He is. But right now, and I think Sean would agree with me, he's not fucking better than Aaron Judge. He's just Ooh. not. Oh! He's just not, he's just not defending MVP. Judge, he's probably going to hit 70 this year. Why didn't he play? Dude, dude, Trout, Trout hit 40 home runs last year in 98 games. That's pretty good. And, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But oh. no. Stay healthy, listen. though, and they might make the playoffs. Oh! oh, 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 oh. They're a team. They're a team. Health. Uh, Judge, you're why, right, though. You're, why didn't he play? Judge, you're right. Judge, Judge is legit. Judge is so good right now. And, you know, Pat, I hear you're about to ask him why didn't he play. I think Fuck. it was just one of those things, like, got $360 million at the time. He wants to be with his team out there in New York. And it just, I don't think, I don't know if any Yankees were there. Are they missing any Tagashioka, team? the only one. Are, really? Yeah, they're yeah. backup catcher. Means more. For the Yankees. He was the only Yankee that played in it. Who did he play for? Team USA. He was in it? I don't think he ever played. He was the backup catcher, but he, so he's he allowed was the morale guy. He's allowed in it then, right? Yeah, because he's not I mean, he's not gonna play that, you know, he's not gonna be a huge piece for the Yankees this year. Oh, okay. So he just conceded that and said, you know what? Yeah, we'll be all right, Higashio. You batted one seventy five last year. You can go play the Is that a team mandate? Like like the NHL said uh players weren't allowed to play in the Olympics. I felt like that was an incredibly short sighted thing. Because a lot of people get introduced to hockey through the Olympics. When old Cuz, who's really handsome, plays for the uh, Capitals now, did Yoshi. When Yoshi. TJ Yoshi. Yeah, whenever Yoshi had the um, like nine straight shootout. Yeah. Sochi. Took over the entire 
internet, took over the world. And then I was like the perfect guy for a lot of people that aren't hockey fans, maybe, to get introduced to. This guy's representing your country. Yeah. He was fucking good. This Killing dude, it. This dude was unbelievable. So, like, there was those types of moments that if you don't let your players play in the Olympics because you're thinking about just the contracts and everything like that, you're missing out on for the sport of the game. Is that what happens with the MLB? Do teams tell players that they don't want them to play because of the jeopardy of Edwin Diaz mm-hmm. happening? Yeah. And, and also anything else? Is that is that a league mandate, team mandate? How's that work, Sean? No, I think it's a team-by-team team thing. But I also think, Pat, like early on when the WBC started, I think it was more of that, hey, you're, the, the, the teams didn't want their players to go because they didn't want them to get hurt. I think now, since they won it in 2017, you know, and the WBC is getting bigger. And you're right. They're able to showcase the players. They're able to showcase the best players in the world. I think teams in Major League Baseball now are saying, hey, yeah, go ahead and play. Go represent the U.S. Show, uh, you know, show the world the, the, the talent that we have or show the world the talent that we have in, you know, Puerto Rico and the Dominican and Mexico and, and Japan. And Major League Baseball now is the best players in the world are here, man. The best players in the world. And, and the WBC gives you a shot. To, to showcase that and to showcase the, the, the amazing talent that these guys are. That's on. Wasn't there, to that point, wasn't there one of the pitchers, I can't remember from which country, he struck out the side of, I think, Puerto Rico or something like that. And then yeah, he Nicaragua. Imme- he immediately got picked up by an ML with the team, correct? Yeah, it was a t- 20-year-old kid uh, at a Nicaragua, punched out, like I think, like Juan Soto, Manny Machado. I'm not exactly sure, Damn. but three guys. Julio Rodriguez, and, and I think the Tigers signed him right after the game. They're like, hey, Come on and, and come to Detroit, brother, if you're going to strike out three of the best players <laughs> in the big league. <laughs> Connor has a question for you, Sean. Yeah, Sean. I mean, I'm, you know, I do kind of am pissed at you right now just because you said that Otani was going to go to a place that wasn't the Red Sox and the Red Sox have his best friend, Yoshida, on the squad as we speak. I mean, hey, look, I understand Boston doesn't have Jim Leland as their manager, but still <laughs> some good, <laughs> still some uh, good weapons to use. Uh, how do you feel about the pitch clock? Do you think that is actually going to, you know, get more people to watch? because they will be shorter games and there will be some sort of time limit to it? Or do you think this is something the players are going to hate? No, no, I think the players are going to love it. You're already getting a great response from the guys, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, Major League Baseball games are over three hours. And with the pitch clock, it's it's taking it down significantly. I think it looks like 238, 240. Ooh. It's knocking off 20-some minutes. And I think it's great. I, I think you look at it this way. Imagine, imagine the NBA without the 24-second shot clock or the NFL without the, without the play clock. You'd be like, what the heck's going that's on here? That's high school like, basketball. Yeah. That's high school basketball. It's so ridiculous where you can run the clock out. So I think, in the, I think the, it's going to be a great thing for the sport. I think they've tested it already in the minor leagues. It's proven that it works, and I think the players are all on board with it. Those high school basketball games, some of them. Jesus. Man, 25 <laughs> 20. left. They just started running the clock. Yep. Four, Four corners. corners. Yep. Every state. That's Iowa. Oh, yeah. That's Plum. <laughs> Ron Richardson. Here we go. Listen, this is what we're doing, boys. It's keep away. Right mm-hmm. For how long? Forever. Five minutes. Rest the clock. We scored how many points today? 17. Fucking run it. Yeah. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> I'm excited to see how the pitchers utilize the pitch clock to their leverage, yeah. you know, and control yeah. the clock, you know, because I think you can. Get, like, we watch offenses when they snap the ball in the play clock. Is it early? Is Like, you watch people run tempo, you know? Like, is our our ba- pitchers use, utilizing it? Is there a strategy that they're employing? Like, what are, what are we learning yeah. about oh, right it, here? That's a great point, brother. It, it, it's happening already, like, because the, the hitter – 
if 15 seconds with nobody on, the hitter has to address the pitcher within eight seconds. So at eight seconds, his eyes have to be on the pitcher, and you are noticing guys maybe a quick pitch. You know, you know when I when I was playing before the pitch clock and stuff, you could call timeout to the up and say, "Hey, give me a second. Now these guys can quick pitch you, slide step you. So there's no doubt going to be a little bit of more strategy for the pitcher being go. able to yeah. rush the hitter even more. Here no we doubt. go. This might change the game, then, huh? Oh, there's no oh Pac-Man. It's going to change the game, no doubt about it. it, it what what it's proven to. You know the big the biggest thing the biggest thing is that you know strikeouts are, are up in the game. Well, what is proven when they did the pitch clock, more balls are put in play. You know, um, you know strikeouts have gone down, so it's going to change the game in a big way. There's going to be more action, no doubt, with the pitch clock. We appreciate you so much for joining us, Sean. We miss you. Thank you for taking me back to the place I was born. I. I said it earlier. I, I knew it, bro. Yeah. I, I knew it. I'm going I'm going to find the room where you were born. I'm going in right now. Where was Pat McAfee born? I want to find the room, and I'll get back to you, brother. They do not have that documented, I would assure <laughs> you. Uh, but I appreciate you, man. You're the best. Host of the Mayor's Office podcast, which if I'm going to listen to a baseball yeah. podcast, Bingo. Bingo. I'm going to listen to you, brother. We appreciate the hell out of you, man, every time. The Mayor, you Sean Casey. They called him the mayor because at first base, he fucking talked to everybody. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was his office is what they called it. <laughs> yeah, unreal. Like, that's the type of guy he was known for. He just talked to everybody. Yeah. And then he uh, he just sprayed the ball, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Just that's literally mm -hmm. all he did. Maybe the nicest, most jovial guy yes. on the planet. Yeah. Of all time? Yeah. It has never been in a he's bad mood, best. ever. He's, he's outside of a hospital right now. Yeah. What happened? We don't know because he would never let us know because Wait. he's just so pumped. No, he's just hanging out. It also yeah. looked like he might have, you know, like, Taking like a, a miter saw or something. Yeah, off, off, off to the finger. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was. I did see that. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about it. I should have followed up with You'd hey. never know, though. Yeah, he's probably volunteering there. What if that thing was literally just probably. gushing blood? Possible. He taped it up for that interview. That's why. It, mm -hmm. it was that blue electrical tape that we have out here on the floor. That's it. Gritty. Speaking of on the floor, we got some big things coming today. Oh. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you look out on this. Huh. Thunderball Court Whoa. What's that? in the Thunderdome. You'll see what appears to be maybe an obstacle course. Oh, So Bud Light's doing an easy carry contest. Yep. Okay? Easy mm -hmm. carry contest. The commercial's running on the television during March Madness. I think it's like grab your beers, get back to your seat, and watch it. And this lady grabs five glassed beers, and then she, like, battles her way through to get back to get everybody. I think. Okay? Nailed it. All right. Have I seen the entirety of that? We'll go back to the whole base. That's the first yeah. time I ever watched a baseball game. I haven't either, but I did the, see that part. The you concept. Yeah. Oh, so you don't yeah, know no. either. No, same, same deal, though. I, I saw it and I said, oh, okay. Okay, we I get, get it. it. Beers are easy to carry <laughs> yeah. if you want to. Right. Hashtag easy carry contest. They're inviting everybody on earth to go ahead and display. Oh, I guess you probably got to be 21 plus. I assume. Uh, I had the... I'd assume. Uh, Should have read the rules. They don't want you carrying ice cold beer if you're 17. It doesn't say 21 plus, but I assume it's 21 plus. Okay, you record yourself uh, doing a sweet carry of beer to friend. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, what we chose to do with that idea was make a fucking obstacle course. Boom. Okay, go. So you guys can get creative however the hell you want to get creative. This is what we decided to do. 21 plus. Yeah. Of course, yep. it's a beer company Makes sense. in America. 
We should have known that. Yeah. Well, as soon as I that said it, certainly it's, makes sense. Yeah, as soon as I said that, it's available to everybody. Like immediately, yeah, residents of the fifty states. Oh shit! There Sorry about it, Japan. You won last night, not today. <laughs> Suck it. And illegal resident of the fifty states. Whoa! Uh, oh, easy tough. Yeah, come on. That goddamn cowboy hat. Right wing cowboy. Jesus God. Yeah, I'm reading the rules. So you guys can do anything you need to do. Uh, that you think is impressive, and Bud Light is going to pick one winner of fifteen thousand dollars. Let's go! Just for having a good time. I don't think it has to be anywhere near as dramatic as this or drastic as this. But go ahead and use your creative minds and potentially win fifteen thousand bucks. Not a bad time to win fifteen k with everything going on in the world. Shout out to Bud Light for doing that. And then we'll also pick eight of our favorites from the hashtag Easy Carry Contest tab. And then we'll put them into a March Madness-style tourney. Okay. And then we'll have people vote in polls. Nice. Okay, and then one winner will win an autographed. Hey, Bruce, can we get that belt? I think Bruce has Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. He's on it. Oh, Brucey championships. Yep, this belt. Oh, Brucey titles. Oh, Brucey belts. What? baby. What dreams are made of right here. Wow. Bruce. We'll give away ways. It'll be autographed by the entire crew, including everybody in our extended family, a la Chuck Pagano and Chris Shipley. I assume we'll attempt to get. Nah. No, let's just, not push our buttons. Yeah, there's no reason for us to do that. Put a sticker on Pack it. Pack will be in there, obviously. Mm-hmm. All the boys will be on it. We'll sign it, and then also a thousand bucks. So sixteen thousand bucks up for grabs and an autograph, like legit. Hey. That thing's sweet. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's worth a nice more. belt. I love a white no deal. Yeah. Fucking intercontinental title. That thing's 16K on its own. There's only one of them. We're going to need another one uh, to have at the uh, Thunderdome. Yeah. Sharon just offered one up immediately without knowing if there's another one. No, fuck it. People deserve it. This thing's awesome. Yeah. We'll make another one. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. The original one. thing's got some weight to it. Yeah, it's a real deal. Real nice. The strap. It is. Hey. Oh, hey, you've been tag team champ, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Tag team champion uh, yeah. TNA. Not your you first have, you title. Belt? Huh? Have you ever had a belt? Whoa. Title? title? I've had belts, yeah. I wear, I wear pants every single day, so I wear a lot of belts. Yeah, yeah I, I had one of these before. Hey, you look very natural with it, too, with the photo we saw last mm-hmm. week. You look super cool with it. <laughs> TNA. Did you enjoy the hell out of it? I enjoyed the hell out of it. Well, now you could win one of these. Hell, yeah. Hashtag easy carry contest. And later today, Ty Schmidt will attempt this obstacle course. And if he's able to get through it in 90 seconds, we'll give 20 people $500. Yeah, so that's even more money right there. There It's not 10,000. So 20, uh, 26,000 bucks. Not bad. Hashtag easy carry contest. That's not bad. Come on. Shout out Bud Light, dude. Wide, wide. We are in a partnership with uh, Bud Light. Wide. That was a big day for us. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That was a big deal. Huge. We have held off on beer sponsors. Do you know how many beer sponsors we could have had? Terrible business person. Several. Could have had so many. Like, this is just classic read beer sponsor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. With how many beers there are from Wide. craft companies that are trying to create things, everything. The amount of potential business operations in the sports talk world for beer Wide. is a lot. We held out. Paid off. We're right waiting. Right move. We're waiting. Oh, we did do that Natty Light thing. That's a lie. But yeah, since that, that moment. It's also in the family. Yeah. That was actually yeah. when I decided, though. Right. Not doing this again until Bud Light. Yeah. Not. I had my natural light run. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate it. Right. It was with me every time I needed it in Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And in those early 20 years. But I'm a Bud Light man now. Yeah. Now we for- waited. And now they're fucking giving away money alongside of us. That's cool. It's the first company that's really come up to us and been like, hey, we want to give away money, yeah. too. Whatever you Nobody want to ever do. wants to give mm-hmm. away money. 
that is never something anybody wants to do. No. Because that's like, our giveaways are always like, yeah, let's give away fucking ah, 10 grand today. Wow, 20 grand tomorrow. Like, let's just do this. Let's hope for this. Because I think like that's, um, I think it's a cool thing to do because a lot of people would never, ever want to ask for it, but could potentially Use it. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, let's go. That's why anytime we talk to a company and they want to give away money, which is an impossible thing to do in a bureau, like a bureaucracy type network. Yeah. Because the amount of people that that has yeah, to go through. A lot through, of hoops you have to jump through. And then the people, though, like it's easy for one of them just to be like, nope, I'll take the bullet for this one. And then we'll just move along. Like nobody ever gets to do it. So us doing it, any company that's like, yeah, we want to get in on it. I fucking genuinely appreciate because it it's not easy to do. No, oh, yeah. Not also a- seeing like their Twitter account, like actually interacting with like videos from the show. It's like, oh, OK. Like typically, you know, like one of the. Like, a lot of these big companies, like, it's just, it's one big ad. Like, everything, you know, like, they'll respond to stuff, but it's just a fucking ad for whatever there is. And, like, a lot of, a lot of times, like, when Bud Light will pop up, it's like, they're responding to something from the show. And yeah. it's like, it's no, crazy. And they get it. like, acting like a fan. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know. It's like, crazy. Yeah. It is an interesting situation because it's fucking Bud Light. Like, right. this isn't, this is like the number one selling beer, I think, yeah. forever. Top yeah. dog. So good. The best. Icy cold. You drink Bud Light? Why? I drink Bud Light. Why? I think everybody does. Oh, yeah. It's the you can, beer. You can have enough, you know. Mm-hmm. It's tough with the keto, though, when you're going to do a beer night. You know, that is something. Yeah, I just got to buy into it. But whenever I uh, inevitably stop doing keto and however many just months. You got Budweiser Select. As soon as we get to football season, it's fucking, I'll, I'll get exhausted and it's over. Yeah. Stream You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, Bud Light, welcome back. Thank you so much. What? <laughs> But they are like small. I was trying to see how many carbs they have. Three, I believe. Yeah, it's not that much. No, not at all. Hey, we got donuts, dude. Mm-hmm. You guys talking well, shit on our drinks, and then uh, you're stealing them. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. You know, I'm not stealing anything. I wanted to try one. There had been a lot of conversation uh, around it. Okay. I didn't get to try one yet, it, so it, I took one sip, boom. and then you guys attacked me like jackals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not just one sip. It's a whole can you took, pal. See, that's the thing, though. And this man can corroborate. I may not like it. I may not enjoy the taste of it, but it has caffeine, and I will drink the whole fucking thing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not taking one sip and tossing it away. Yeah, I man. will not do that. You're not bitching and moaning Listen. either. Yeah, you, you didn't like crack it open, waste one. Because how many? Who knows how many of these fucking things All exist? All I've now. heard about is how good these drinks are. They're from not Connor, bad. And you got to try one. Case, They're yeah. so the good. The enemy came from within, and he couldn't help it because he was so fucking excited. Monday morning, he came in here. Boys, full fridge of Zevia, yeah. feel free. Connor, you yeah. remember those buns? Right. We run out. We'll run out of those two, three weeks. Exactly. And guess they, what? They won't be here. And I'll come back with the Zevias, and everyone will. Oh, this isn't soda. Yeah, no fucking shit. But guess what? Everyone's gonna be drinking them. I look like it was shit though. He like. Ah. Oh yeah, it does not taste good. Uh, not well, soda. So why would you drink it? Thank you. What other options do I have? Soda. That's, oh, that's not that, no, no, that you want. No, that's not healthy. Drink no, soda. You had an incredible fucking can of dry ginger ale sitting right there. Well, that's because I was coming back from my sickness, okay? And I wanted to make sure, you know. Come on. Come on. you back from your sickness. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You've yeah, had, yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. battled. It's been great to see you back. Yeah, it feels good to be back. But, I, you know, you said it on Monday. You're like, hey, are you, you know, you think you're going to be like a little tired because you were just laying around pretty much laying in bed. And I was like, you know what? The one nice thing about the, the Zevia. Zevio, however you want to pronounce it. Zevio. It may, ta- it may <laughs> nice. taste like complete smash dog shit. What is your problem? But Dude. it has caffeine in it. What is this guy's doing? That's not true. And you know it's not true. you can get caffeine from. Yeah, there's like, green tea. Like, what? What? There's coffee. What? We have ice. What? Put that in your coffee. What? No. All of a sudden, you have a cold caffeinated drink, which I believe what? is all you were looking for. What? Yeah. And then you know what's happening 45 minutes later. I'm the fucking mayor of butt piss city in there. <laughs> 
You're right. Okay. And I we'll don't need that. We'll make it through that. the show. You'll be tapping. Exactly. We need you. Great to have you back. Speaking of be being back. back, ladies and gentlemen, this man went from a boat wide, wide. to Mexico. Wide. Oh, of course. I knew I knew this was a fugaze. I knew it wasn't. Maybe not. Yeah, of course not. What do you mean? <laughs> Holy oh, no. shit. What are you talking about? Holy hell. We know what this guy's shtick is now. Hmm. What's his sh- what? We are you the old man, the amount of sticks my shtick was talked about. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. You're telling me. Man, oh my <laughs> yeah. god. Yeah. Dude, we get killed. Yeah, it I is get, what it is. I get murdered. I'd like to meet some of those people and just be like, You're so rude. As well, like, yeah. you know, yeah. you are so rude. Right. Johnny Snow is a man who's not rude, but he's toxic. Very much so. He That's went good. from a boat that was, right. a, remember, a no-cuck Buckeye cruise. That's right. right. Where he was not only meeting and greeting Ohio State legends and boosters and alumni. What? He was making the state of Ohio a much happier place. Then he came back for a couple of days and said, you know what? The family deserves to take the tractor another round. Got a chance to go away for spring break for a little bit. While he was gone, we missed the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. A lot of things had happened since we have last chatted with him, which is damn near whenever Aaron made his announcement that he intends to play for the New York Jets. Yeah. There's been a full-on Packers beef. Yeah. Burial of me. Just a murdering of me. Mm-hmm. There's been other stuff that has popped off on the internet calling me a horrible human being mm-hmm. getting murdered. <laughs> and I do believe it's all because this guy was absent from our lives. It's great to have him back. He's a college football national champion. What? He's a Super Bowl champion. What? He's a Ryder Cup champion. What? He's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. You're one of the oldest organizations in the history of sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's ever tackled more motherfuckers than this guy. What? COVID survivor, father of 10, A.J. Hawk. Yay! 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 Oh! AJ! What's up? Anything happen? What's going on? Bro, great to see you. A lot has happened, man. It is great <laughs> to have you back. How was your trip? I hope you had a great time. I hope you're refreshed. You look fantastic. Look at he's glowing. Wow. You're glowing. I forgot AJ, what you look like. You're glowing. You look good, pal. Yep. You say it every time. You say I'm glowing a lot. I appreciate that. Thank you for, for the nice compliments. But, yeah, it was nice to uh, – yeah, we went to Mexico for a few days with the kids and had a good time. It was fun. I love that me saying you're glowing is something you remember because this is what I said to you last time. Uh-huh. And whenever I was saying it inside, he was like, if this motherfucker doesn't stop. I'm not fucking glowing. Because <laughs> as soon as I said you're glowing again, he said, oh, you call- yeah, you're saying I'm glowing again. You see him like he's thought about me saying, you look fantastic. Okay, you look great. You look great. You guys all look great. I got. To, I I wish I was able to uh, participate with Sean Casey, but it's very fun to watch that guy do anything. Really, he's an animal, bro. Yeah, the best. He's always like well, that. So, what was the hospital? What's the hospital deal? What's going on? I don't know. That's what we saw. Like we. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't. I noticed something with his hand. I didn't see exactly the boys. It was bandaged, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he volunteers yeah. every day two, at the hospital. I think. I believe two fingers were together. Okay, and we don't. It looked like it was an amateur. If it what that wasn't a real rap, right? No, buddy. Yeah, no, no. Was he going to get his finger like get some finger surgery or something? You think he chopped it off in his wood shop or something? I do wonder. That's like what I thought, I genuinely wonder what all caught in a didn't door. Kevin Costner did that in the movie, didn't he? Saw his hand off. Yeah, for the love saw? of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw. You remember? That's that another good movie. 
and saw his foot off. Mm-hmm. I like those movies for some reason. That's yeah. not that's not a series I would enjoy either. I, that one freaked me the fuck out. I like out. it. How so, many were there's a bunch of movies, but yeah, it was very game. It was interesting to see whoever came up with the the scenarios to kill people. That's who I'm interested in. Yeah, let's keep eyes on that guy yeah. or girl. Yeah. Saw one. I Bill. thought it was or Bill. Class. Is that Bill? College psych. Whoa, Bill's got writer's credits. What for Saw? What is that? What you Holy just shit. said? Really? That makes sense. I mean, that'd be. I mean, maybe he's get, making a great income behind the scenes. You know, writing for Saw movies and things like that. Okay, so you're in Ohio. You thought that. I assume mm-hmm. everywhere, everybody thought that. That was just like. Hey, whoever wrote this, you ever see Saw, Pack? Yeah, I've seen it before. Bill's a nice guy. Yeah. He is a very nice guy. Yeah. Bill. Saw, saw, I'm pretty sure, was a college psych class, and they sold the idea. What do you mean? Like it was a psychology class on like ways to get people to do things for them. And similar to the Stanford prison experiment. Yeah, and then, oh, that one. And then, I don't like that one. That one just tells you all you need to know about humans. Yep. Yeah, bingo. And then they made it into the Saw franchise. And then, obviously, after the first one, it was like studios. It wasn't. So the Stanford one that you just mentioned, and is that true? I didn't know that. I, I'm pretty I did, sure yeah. it is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's other opportunities from other people that were yeah. in that class. Exactly. They're not even like other humans that just exist. In that class, there's more ideas out there, which. I understand it's probably for the good in the end. That Stanford prison thing, what an explanation of human beings if you were to just say, all right. What would you have done if you were one of those, like, if you were picked to be one of, like, the guards at their makeshift jail, would you think you would have been that guy, like, trying to beat them and torture them? So I'm not signing up for that ever. Okay, that's something I know about me. So, like, to ask me if... I don't think they'll allow that. They're not going to let that happen again, unfortunately. We're not going to get a great uh, in-depth experiment like they did. No. But I'd like to say, you know, you, me, all of us, we get approached for said experiment. I think we would all say, nah. Sorry. I think we would pass. I'm not 100% sure. So it's tough for me to even say what I would do, because I could never imagine a time of my existence where I would have said... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a 50% chance I end up as a prisoner. Okay. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, like, I don't want to... I don't want to do that, you know. Like I and they pick you up from your house and arrest you to make it all like feel real too. Yep. Yeah, for no reason. And then on the other side, there's somebody just like me, just like fucking j- asshole, jackass, <laughs> idiot who is all of a sudden the guard, <laughs> and that person's in charge. So now a human, it's probably no way no. am I signing up for that ever. I would do it. You would? <laughs> yeah. Why? How really? come? I don't know. Just for the hell of to be the guard. I would want to be the inmate. Pick me up and let me go through the experience. It'd be crazy it thought. Extra credit? They get extra credit. Did they know going into how did it begin? Like they chose. It like, was a game, wasn't it? No, yeah. it, I think it was picked. Like wasn't it? I, I think it's like the same thing. Like when you're in college, you know, like you, the hospital will send those things out to students, and like they pay you for like these yeah, experiments. You know, and it's probably just. What would you do, AJ? Kids. You'd beat them up. You just said. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think I'd be very good at that. I, I would probably be better as a prisoner than one of the fake wardens. Or Please, you'd be a warden. Stop lying. The warden, Jesus oh, Christ. What a villain in every story I've ever yeah, heard in my life. Great gig in that, though. Especially <laughs> yeah, you're in charge of all these randoms. Yeah. And you're getting paid for it. And you don't even have to do anything. You just sit in your office and smoke cigs all day. And you're the worst what? human of all time. Mm-hmm. Take care of old Red, though. Good life. That's right. Get that dog. Sound like Connor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I would do that in a heartbeat. You, you would sign me? up for that? Yeah, I'd do it. I think psychology is very interesting. So what did they think was going to happen? They didn't think the guards would turn into fucking full-blown assholes? Probably right, not. Is that or, they, they, or they did, and or, they, wanted, yeah. they had a, high, a hypothesis that was like, hey, whoever the guards are, like they're going to actually think they're prison guards. They're going to beat the shit out of these prisoners. Let's see if it happens, and sure enough, it did. AJ, 
How about you just getting your ass beat by somebody that isn't actually in prison? <laughs> yeah, yeah, loser. The whole time. Could you imagine whenever yeah. they told you to do something, be like, shut up, you're not an actual fucking prison guard. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Every time. You would, think, you would think that's how it would go, but maybe early on they tried to fight, and then they just said, hey, here we are. Just, let's go with it. Everybody over here, everybody <laughs> over here. Oh, should, will you keep it down, please? You're not a fucking prison guard, okay? Jesus Christ. Shut up. Uh, what is it? Fake. What is this? Holy fuck. Pour on the floor. Do you think the... Whoa. Probably Succession's right back, by it the way. Is. Let's go. Coming up. It's Sunday. Uh, Best season yeah, ever, they're saying. Hell yeah, AJ. Ooh. We got it coming back. Okay. It, will it be... How do they release them? I don't, I don't remember. Once, Once a week. Yep. Sunday uh, night. Come on. It's do you really binge watch shit? Yeah. What, what do you binge watch? And do you do if it's a weekly thing? Like, The Last of Us was the first one I've ever successfully done a one-week drop thing mm. since the streaming era has started. Do you do... Once a week shit, or do you have to have the full season or three, at least three, four episodes to get into something? I have to have three, four episodes to get into Me too, dude. This one episode thing's tough. The Last of Us had me, though. See, that's the thing, though, is like when you have like The Last of Us or Succession and like all of us are watching it, like it kind of builds excitement because we're all in the same spot and we can come in on Monday and talk about it. Is this what they knew would happen? Is this what? It's like going back in time. It's like going back to the early 2000s. Bingo. HBO, HBO, that's been their model for. Yeah. Just, I think Apple's doing it too, though. Well, actually, that yeah. was everyone. That was every single person's model until Netflix came and had a different model. Yeah. True. True. And then yeah. Apple, Apple had a couple though, where they would release three or four episodes. That's the right answer. But I think. now, just two, at least two. Yeah, just give us two. Give us a little. Hey, come on, please let us at least. Yeah, I watched Ted Lasso. First episode of Ted Lasso. It's like twenty-three minutes. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do now? Yeah, and season two of Ted Lasso, they put two. They were at the White House. Diggs, I bet you were all into that. I was. Chupska. Yeah, Chupska. Chupska. Fake skin. Teeth. Teeth, excuse me. What's your problem, bro? I I was just I just learned what chips go was. I love Sedacus and I love Ted. So yes, I did love it, AJ. I do. I love anything Sedacus. I seen Sedacus off good. Broadway. I'm mm-hmm. cultured, bro. I seen yeah. Sedacus off Broadway, small Ooh. theater, intimate theater, force f- I think three areas theater floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That that's like real theater type stuff. Oh yeah. For that Robin Williams movie where he's the professor. Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. He was Robin Williams in the thing. Great oh. movie. It was a good show. He's fucking up in the, in the crowd at one was point. Wasn't he a professor in the... He's good. It was a good show. I had, no, I had no idea what I was walking into. I had no clue what I was walking into. And it's, oh, shit, we're like in theater class yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, this is, it was a small thing. And then he was really cool afterwards. He, then he, he said he rode his Vespa back to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He's a Vespa guy. Nice to meet you, man. And now he's a fucking coach of a team that is really on the uphill. Yeah, they're going for it all this year. Twenty-three minute episodes. Yeah, he's getting a million an episode. Congrats, Ted. There you go, Ted. Joining us now is a man who deserves ten million an episode every time he comes on here. Because last time he was on the program, he said, "Furman, you want to see a team that could put the ball in the bucket? Mm -hmm. Furman's a team that could get an upset. What did they do? Well, they upset fucking Virginia." Hell yeah. Mm He also gave us a shout-out about UConn, who seems to be like one of the hottest right. dogs on earth right now. Mm-hmm. I also saw a speech from their old coach. What's his name? Uh, Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun gave them a speech the day before they left, and it was... Better be able to smell it, because I can smell it. It was fun. Like, you feeling it? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Sounds like all of UConn's rallying around. This man said that was going to happen, and I don't know if that's something that everybody's thinking about, but it wasn't something we were thinking about. Now I'm excited for the damn UConn Huskies out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of every college game day that is on television. That, when it is on television, it is normally the number one rated show of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, Reese Davis. Yeah, Reese! What's up, dude? What's happening, guys? How we doing? Reese, that Furman call. Hey, 
Thank you. What a pick. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't bring up the other ones, but I was Connor, I was I did. Yeah. I was really happy to see the Furman Furman game uh, come through for sure. I will say because I, I, all I was thinking about is like Connor's going to give me crap yeah. none of these guys. So I was going to. You know? yeah. That is actually what Connor <laughs> before we went live. Yeah. I said, "Reese, he had fucking Furman over Virginia and Connor and a few others." Yeah, I can't say in Charleston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> But those were underdogs, but you also after getting a chance to know you uh, through college game day a little bit, the way you self-critique yourself, I knew that you would immediately address <laughs> the elephant in the room. I knew you would attack that because your Furman call was spectacular. We appreciate your humility. Now that we're at the stage where we only get games on Thursday night and Friday night, I think. Thursday through Sunday, but there's... Thir- yeah, less, but yeah. It's kind of, we're, we're a little bit closer now, right? Sweet 16, it's not as much as taking over the entire world like it does the first couple rounds of the tournament. What do we need to be looking for here, Reese? And what should we be thinking betting on these games more specifically? Are underdogs going to go? Should I should I bank on like FAU's guy still Why? making like incredible plays? Like how should I be viewing these games, Reese? Uh, I would be careful with the FAU game. I'm looking here. Was it's a five and a half point spread? I, I do think that the way they play. Uh, might give Tennessee some problems. Tennessee lost its point guard late in the regular season, and I was surprised they beat Duke, very surprised they beat Duke without him. But they were able to kind of turn that game into a fist fight. Ford Atlantic will try to play ahead of them a little bit, so they could give them problems, but I'm, I'm afraid of that one. I'd lean, I'd lean Tennessee there. Um, I'll tell you the one, even though I've got Alabama going to the Final Four, that number that number seems big to me. Mm. Uh, it's, it's what is it? Seven is it seven in the hook. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems it seems a little big because San Diego State kind of grinds you down and tries to play slow, and they've got a really good defense, veteran team. I think Alabama will win. Think they should win, but that that seems like a, a pretty big number. Too. Okay, Reese, that a baby. Reese, what about a uh, guy, big NFL guy, Kyle Brandt loves Princeton. That's his alma mater. What do you think about their chances moving forward? I. Uh, I like Creighton in that game. I'm uh, I, I'm fond of Princeton too because my, my son played baseball there, That'd and so occasionally the basketball coach would wander around. He'd come up on the hillside at Clark Field, and we'd we'd chat a little bit while we watched the Tigers uh, do damage in baseball. But so I'm fond of Princeton, but I kind of think that Creighton's really good. They're they're bigger. Um, I kind of think it comes to the end of the line for Princeton there against Creighton, but I would love to see the Tigers win. Nothing against the Blue Jays or anything, but I'd love to see Princeton uh, advance another round if it could. Are all your kids geniuses? <laughs> I only have two. Okay. So Are both your they, kids geniuses? Uh, I like to think so, but I'm kind of biased. I'm probably not the best person to ask there. So. Getting into Prince, I mean, that's just like yeah, a throwaway geez. comment. Yeah, that's that's a big fucking deal. I think. Huge. Oh, yeah. Okay, how about how about if I throw away another one and brag too? Because after he he got hurt, lost a couple of years, lost a year to COVID, and played his last two years at Duke. So that's pretty good too. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. Guys, going somewhere. I don't think you play basketball. <laughs> I don't think you play for Coach K. Uh, no, he's not play for Coach K. Uh, so whatever. Uh, sorry about that. Go ahead, AJ. Do you have something for him? All good. I was good. I, I do want to ask hey, you. AJ's like, I've Reece. heard enough of this. No, Reese. <laughs> Reese, you no, are I, I a never-ending supply of information. Like, AJ has a lot of questions. All, like, I didn't think, sorry, Pat. I didn't think Reese is old enough to have kids in college, honestly. I really didn't. But <laughs> I, I did. I have heard about your son and everything. He's went through. It's an awesome story. But quickly, I want to ask about these basketballs. They've been using for a couple years in the tournament. These shiny, rubber-looking balls that make it look like you can't make a shot. What's the deal with those? 
I, I don't, I would love to tell you, I don't know, but I've, I've noticed it too. And the other thing I've noticed is that guys just kind of lose the handle occasionally dribbling it. So I don't know why you don't use roughed up basketballs as opposed to slick new ones. Why would you do that in the biggest event out there? Um, I haven't heard any of the players say anything directly about it, but I've seen several guys in a lot of different games just be dribbling down the court. It sort of gets away from them. It doesn't happen at this level, you know, so it must be, it must be that. And they, and they're bouncy on the rims. It looks like some places too. Yeah. There's like, there's obvious balls in situations when shooting that are better or worse. Yeah. And if something is the same way all the time for shooting, there's no reason to make it worse or harder in the biggest moments. I, this seems to be a convo like every year, isn't it? I, yeah. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Why does it happen? What do they change? And why would they even think about doing it? Why would they even let us? Trying to keep the games close. That's the conspiracy. Oh, <laughs> AJ. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Please, hey, is especially. That- is that similar? It's similar to the NFL, though, right? When you get in the in the Super Bowl and the and the playoffs, they you know people complain because balls are kind of slick and no. hard. So and opening right kickoff of the Super Bowl ball, oh, things brand new. Yeah. Uh, that's a nightmare. But that's the yeah. only different ball that I experience. And I think with quarterbacks now and with kickers now, mm-hmm. the balls are also monitored. Like they don't want they don't want Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes to have a bad game. You know what I mean? Like they want they right, want Patrick yeah, Mahomes yeah. to have a good game. They Jalen Hurts, they want him to have a good game. They want everybody to have a good game. That's why the ball change doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't we want this to be the best it could possibly be? At least what it normally is. I feel like we talk about it too much though. Hey Reese, why don't you fix that? Come on, Reese. Yeah, why don't you Come fix on. that? Get on. Yeah, why don't you get on that, Reese? Pac-Man has get a, on that one. Pac-Man has a question for you, Reese. Reese, this is a two-part question. Um, we want to know was do you think the campus was really like that when Princeton won last last week? Mm-hmm. Because we had a debate. I'm like, no way that nobody is happy uh, because of this win. And it looked like it was a stage shot. It was a kind of nobody excited. Everybody just doing their normal day stuff as in going to class and doing their work. And my second question is, with Alabama having uh, Miller, is it? do you think it's any team that will be able to stop Alabama? Okay, first part is that I would say it would be somewhat on brand for Princeton to continue business as usual oh. after making the Sweet 16. But I also think, to be fair to them, uh, you go to the eating clubs, and you fellows would have a good time at uh, some of the parties at the eating clubs, from what I understand. Eating That's sort of clubs. like their version. Eating clubs are like their version of fraternities and sororities. Oh. Um, but I think right. they were on. I think they might have been on spring break last week too. So I think uh. the campus might have been a little bit. So both, a little bit of both. Maybe. That was yeah. the campus, a little bit of both. But it was kind of rigged. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. As, okay. as for the other part with, with Alabama. I still think they're the best team with the most answers. And Brandon Miller hasn't really shot the ball the way he's capable of dealing with a little bit of a, a little bit of a groin injury. And obviously there are a lot, there's a lot of outside pressure and a lot of scrutiny on him because of the, uh, the tragic situation in January. But if they have more answers than anybody, they have more bigs to bring into the game. They have more shooters, they have more guards to offset it, but they will need him to play a little bit better. And if he does, uh, I think it'll be really hard to keep him out of the final four. And the only the only two teams that if Alabama plays to its potential that can also play to their potential and beat them 
uh, in my judgment, would be uh, UConn and Houston. Okay. Uh, those two teams could probably do it. Ooh. And that's because they can score? Is that what we're saying? Is it all about scoring? Uh, I think, well, Houston has a little trouble doing that, but Houston's an elite defensive team, probably the best defensive team in the country. And UConn, to me, is similar to Alabama in this respect in that they have a lot of different guys they can turn to. They, they don't just have to have one guy to have a big game, and they've got multiple bigs. So I, I think UConn, UConn's already beaten Alabama in the regular season, and Alabama beat Houston uh, in the regular season. So I, I still think those three teams – uh, are the ones that, that I would favor. But then again, I thought the stone-cold lock of my bracket was Duke going to the Final Four and, oh. and Tennessee punched them in the mouth. Heartbreaker there. Heartbreaker there. I, I'm always fascinated by, like, because the way you broke down Furman, maybe beating Virginia, like, they can put the ball in the basket. Like, hey, that mm-hmm. – which is, like, so basic – but it's like a real thing that when you're watching a team, it's like, oh, they got multiple guys that aren't scared to shoot. Because I think I'm right. watching this thing, and it's clear there's two to three guys on a court for some teams. They are not going to put a shot up. Mm-hmm. We, we like I don't follow college basketball as closely as I should during the season, especially because I end up losing all of my money betting oh, yeah. on these games. But like we talk about people standing off of Russell Westbrook, and we talk about people standing mm-hmm. off of other people in the NBA – College, it's happening. I mean, I'm watching this thing happen. You're like, let that fucking guy shoot. Mm-hmm. And he just stands there, ball. He is not passing it. To your point about the Alabama team, what he didn't, Brandon didn't score a single point. They put up 81, I think, 81 points. That's not happening a lot in college, I think, is what they did, right? That whole team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the game that he didn't score, I believe, I think they scored in the nineties. That was okay, the opening so game against Corpus Christi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, and then the second one against Maryland, he made, he played really well. He didn't shoot really well, but he played really well, and he made some big shots to to stretch that game out. So, you know, but they still have, uh, you know, they still have guys who can do it. Javon Quinterly, who started his career at Villanova and has been in Alabama the last few years, uh, has been sensational in the first two rounds for them. And they've got different different contributions from other guys um, in in the midst while Brandon's sort of been working his way through some shooting struggles. Breeze, it seems so simple. Just get those guys on yeah, your team. Get the good guys. Get the guys that are good. Yeah, get, get a bunch of good guys. Get the guys that can score. That seems like that is the game here if we're learning anything. It has been spectacular. I think there has been some magical moments that will be remembered for a long time already in this tournament with the Sweet 16 still to go. Tone Diggs has a question for you, Reese. Reese, Michigan State is the only lower seed to be favored in the Sweet 16. Do you think that is deserved? I, I do. Um, uh, Kansas State, neither, neither of those teams are playing their best ball at the end of the regular oh. season. I would, oh. I would favor oh. Michigan State a little bit, but both, both of them have been excellent in the tournament. Oh. Uh, Marquise Noel's a, a point guard for Kansas State, Dog. Uh, from New York City, who's just been great. Keontae Johnson, I don't know if you guys know his story, started his career at Florida, collapsed on the floor during the game with a heart issue. Yeah. Almost, we almost lost him. And uh, and then they didn't know if he'd ever be able to play again. Ultimately transferred to Kansas State and has been great. So that's one of the great stories. Happy he's back. Yeah, but I think that – but I do think Michigan State right now, Michigan State is probably not a vintage Tom Izzo team. But uh, actually I was – I'll name drop here. I was texting with Tom a little bit yesterday. Hell yeah. January, February, Izzo. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, got it. You were texting uh, me. He feels, hey, I just sent him a little congratulatory note and he said, hey, look, you know, we we may not be great. We got 
good guys who play hard and playing their best ball right now the last couple of games. So I, I, I would favor Michigan State in that game despite the fact they're the lower nice. seats. Let, let me Go. ask you about Xavier because I'm in Cincinnati. I, I watch Xavier a lot. Um, they have won, what, 11, 11 straight games? Um, mm-hmm. They got a big senior group. I think they combined for like 50 points the other night. Is, is this the last time we'll see them play, or do you think they can get past this week that's coming up? No, I, I definitely think they can. I think one of the interesting things about them is uh, Sean Miller, when he was at Arizona, uh, obviously a terrific coach there, and but he played a different way. It was a little bit more of a grinder style, and during his time off after um, – you know, after things got sideways with the investigation and stuff at Arizona, um, he sort of evaluated how he might want to play. I watched a lot of NBA. Um, they call fewer plays now, play a little more wide open, and they're really dangerous offensively. And I think that's – I think there's a really good chance. Um, you know, there are several of these teams. I think seven of the 16 are trying to get to the Final Four for the first time. Xavier's had a ton of heartbreak in the Elite Eight over the years and in the Sweet 16, but I think they've got a, I think they've got a chance too. They're they're really really good, so I I think there's a there's a good opportunity that Sean Miller could uh, make it to the Final Four with Xavier, first time for the Musketeers. Oh. Xavier won me a trip to Vegas mm-hmm. with the boys, uh, right, racket yeah. busters a few years mm-hmm. back. New coach, I do believe now at this particular yeah, standpoint, yeah. Yep. still having success. There. Now I will say. <laughs> You're playing against Texas, so yeah. let's go ahead and remember that. AJ has that, come for you. Go ahead, Reese. That, that's your team too, Pat, hey. right? I mean, you, you yeah. coached them up in the when we were down there. Both times. We were down there two times. Yeah. We went to Texas twice uh, this year. Yeah, that's hey, right. We did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coaching them. I'm in the meeting room. You know, I'm doing right. things. I'm at practice. I'm checking in. You know, I, I learn a little basketball, why their team set up the way it is, how it's set up. Well, you got to have, you know, at least a McDonald's All-American or two. You got to have a couple great transfers that are dogs. And then you got to have, you know, your crew that has been there, that knows the entire thing. And you get a combination of that, you're in a pretty good spot. We got that this year, is what Aver said. The first time, literally first time I talked to him, I think we were having some – being like the whole coaching staff, having like beers, the whole staff, whole staff. Now at Ole Miss, sure. a lot has happened. Yeah, a little right. different now. A lot yep. has happened. A lot has happened. Yeah, whole staff, though. And they were like, hey, we got a team this year. Like every person I talked down there, and it didn't feel like they were just like bullshitting because I felt like I was talking to them like 20, 30 minutes, got past the bullshit phase. Yeah. And they were like kind of like, yeah, like we got a fucking team, we think, this year. And they do. Well. Yeah, they do. Xavier, very similar, though, because Sean Miller, uh, like Reese mentioned, is a big-time cheater. So. Whoa! Allegedly. Allegedly. AJ, go ahead, pal. Reese, a uh, two-part question. With this Alabama team and how good they are right now, can we expect to see them make a run? And they're going to be one of the top teams here for the next five, six years. And second part of my question, that – that piece of artwork behind you, is that you and your wife embracing, or what is that? Hell yeah. I, I, I wish it were. I'm at the uh, – let me get right here. Oh, Classic here. Hotel. Uh, that, that is uh, – that, that, this is at the Delano in Las Vegas. David oh. Pollock and Jen Ladd and I are here for an event, so that's, uh, that's why. But I do have a similar one of my wife and, and me at my house. Nice. So yeah. uh, I'll let you see Good it sometime. You. I assume <laughs> – I assume, like everybody that has a kid that goes to Princeton and Duke, does have one of those photos, <laughs> you know, somewhere <laughs> in the house. Because you're shredded, Reese. Hey, I saw Reese. Holy shit, Reese! You remember when I saw you? What time is it? Six early, seven a.m. Maybe I don't know. It was early. Reese, we're walking, and there was like perfect walkway, and then there was like a little <laughs> sidewalk, uh-huh. and then there was this 
horribly placed plastic thing, mm-hmm. and then there was more sidewalk over here. Not a lot of light, like not a lot of light, lot, not a lot of visibility mm-hmm. here. I watched Reese Davis in front of me holding a, some show notes in his hand and okay. this hand. Has a jacket on, I believe it was a little bit chilly. Incredibly fresh tailored suit. I mean, fucking fresh tailored suit. Nice dress shoes. They, they, they brown. They were shiny. It looked like brand new out the box, but okay. it was fucking unbelievable. He turns the corner. He hits this thing. Slips. Fi- boom. Right here. Catches him. What? Like, hits ground. Catches him. Pops right back up. Keeps walking as if it didn't fucking happen. I'm like, Reese, did you just break... Your wrists and your elbows there, like in a suit. with the violence in which you hit the ground, I would have been sore. Like whiplash potentially happens. Reese pops right back up, didn't even drop the papers and just kept moving. I'm like, you're a weapon, dude. Dog. Hey, Reese, you're a, <laughs> you're a fucking weapon. Honestly, dude, you're one of the most impressive things I've seen in a long time, pal. I, I was the biggest surprise. I thought for sure that was going viral someplace because the man, I bought it. Yeah. I did catch myself, but I was. I was rear end quick. over tea kettle. Yeah. I was down. It was you know? quick, was, dude. Like swift. It was quick. It was yeah. quick. I've never seen. Oh my god! There was like a little bit of a hill too. Reese, that college game day show is unlike anything else, man. There, I don't think there's anything like it, bro. It's crazy how it gets set up. We're using what? Like we're using classrooms as like production yeah. meeting rooms. Okay. And then you're like walking through the back of a school through humans to get through this thing. Like it's a it's a it's a very cool show that you get to host over there and that you crush uh, over there. So I want to let you know it was an honor to work with you this year, pal. It really was. Likewise, man. I mean, you you elevated the show, brought a new dynamic to it. And the thing is that I've told a lot of people and anybody who would listen, not just coming on trying to blow sunshine up your skirt, you worked your tail off. Worked your tail off. Not only with everything you do, but to... I mean, I think what you told me was that you'd sort of been locked in on the NFL much more than college football, and it took you hardly any time at all uh, to be to be right race. there in the middle of it. Race, it was you worked. Race, you worked, man. I said a guy was on the opposite team, and I picked the opposite team oh. because the guy was on that team. And that, that was early, though, and that was also my fault. No, no. No, no, it was, it not was your my fault. fault my, because I heard yeah, you, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, but I heard you say it. I heard you say it, and I should have fixed it right then. And I, I, I thought that I thought uh, he just means he's going to get after. I think it was Kansas State. He just means yeah. He just means Duggan, and he said the other. So I just let it go, and that that was my bad, dude. That was that was on me. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Every thought I say, yeah, you should correct it. I'm not an adult. Yeah, teammate. No, no, that is not how it goes. I was trying to watch film though, like the night before. They have like little five minute games, and I remember this guy. I'm like, this is the fucking guy, dog. And then he was in a purple uniform. So as we're on the set. I'm literally talking about, as we're live, I'm talking about it, and I see his highlight, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. And then I just immediately, boom, wrong team. Both are wearing purple. Son of a bitch! It was early over there in Oregon, too. I mean, that was pitch black whenever we started that show. It it was a blast. The boys have some questions for you, though, Reese. I don't want to waste any more time. Um, Blowing up skirts. I I wear tank top. Pants, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's been okay. a good time. Yeah. Connor has one for you, Reese. Yeah, Reese. Uh, you know, Pat was working hard all college football season. You said it. The team that's not working very hard again is Purdue. Are they cursed? Do they fucking stink? <laughs> what What happened here? Because it seems as though they cannot make it past the first weekend, and they're a team in Indiana, and we would have liked to support them. It, 
I don't know if cursed, but they've got a psychological problem with the tournament. They're in trouble. It's a it's a third straight year this has happened, and they're hey look. I love the Fairleigh Dickinson story. Their coach got a new job out of it. Good for all of them. But that shouldn't happen. No. And and they you could see how tight they were. Speaking of, Pat was talking about it earlier. There were guys that didn't want to shoot the ball. Yeah. And they've got to find a way. I don't know. Um, I don't know what they have to do psychologically, but now they've got a problem. Before it was just sort of an aberration. Oh, they stumbled a couple of times. Three times in a row, that's a problem. And it was embarrassing. No way. It's the worst loss in the history of the tournament. Uh, any measure. I mean, there was one other 16 over one. Uh, Maryland, Baltimore County beat Virginia a few years back. This was worse. They were a bigger underdog. And fairly Dickinson, if not for a weird rule, wouldn't even have been in the tournament. I mean, because Merrimack won that conference by beating Fairleigh Dickinson, but they were ineligible Why? because they're moving up from Division oh. Two or whatever. Yeah. So, Not you know, bad. it was the worst loss in the history of the tournament, and there's really no excuse for it. And they've got to find a way to, uh, to address it. It's a psychological problem. It doesn't mean that, you know, Matt Painter's a terrible coach or anything, but they have to deal with their psychological hurdle. Uh, to have any kind of success in the tournament. It was embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a bad performance. Lose to a 15, then you lose to a 16 the following year, yeah. and then that record's 2-150. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's not a lot of times that that particular situation has happened. And obviously it's going to get loud for Coach Painter, but everybody that knows him says he's an incredible coach, so I think you just need a new batch of players, which happens in college and in basketball all the time. Speaking of, like, new batch and change, so Merrimack is doing something better for their school, better for their sports, better for everybody's life going to D1. And the NCAA says, yeah, we, you can't, until you get here, like you could if you would have stayed, until you're actually here, you can't, like why is that even a rule? Why? That's the dumbest thing I've heard. Now, I love that Fairleigh Dickinson got in. Yep. We love that story. Mm -hmm. sure. We appreciate hearing that. And maybe there should be a reevaluation on how you pick all of the teams that end up in the tournament, including teams that are from mid-major conferences that might be the number two school. I guess you have to have that conversation now because of FDU. Somebody will make it. Why couldn't that Merrimack team go? And how is that the dumbest rule? It, of all, I mean, the NCAA has a lot of them over the time. Mm -hmm. This one feels like one of the dumbest. It, why would they do it? Like, what? Who benefits from it? No, uh, the short answer is no one. But I think the reason they have it, because we had it in football this year, too, with James Madison moving up from FCS to FBS and not being eligible uh, for the postseason. And they, they push back a little bit and they're trying to shorten what they call the transition period. Short. The reason for it is more administrative. Um, at least in football particularly, they want you to have a certain size stadium. They want you to uh, prove that you can maintain the financial commitment in terms of the number of scholarships offered, uh, the attendance, all those types of things. They want you so that people aren't just moving up and down all the time. But it, that doesn't seem to outweigh if you're going to let them play they have to be able to compete for championships. And certainly in basketball, where it's a much larger group in Division One than in football, if they're there, if they're in it, you've got to let them compete. And if you're accepting them and they're playing in the conference tournament and that's how you're going to give away your automatic bid to the NCAA, and they win it, they've got to go. It's, it's as simple as that. I think it needs to be addressed. And whatever the administrative issues are, just make it more difficult to move up. 
instead of doing this whole transition uh, period. We have, like, I agree with everything you said there. And, Reese, you're so reasonably minded about everything. But, like, Fairleigh Dickinson, they're not trying to move up. And they lose to that. Like, why? Fairleigh Dickinson's got a small arena. Doesn't have a, you know what I mean? Now, granted, they showed up in uh, Ohio there. The FDU chants were fucking mm-hmm. very loud. It was awesome and everything like that. But administrative-wise and business-wise, like, Fairleigh Dickinson's no better than Merrimack, are they? I don't know. I no might way. be completely wrong. So, like, in basketball, why? And they said they want to shorten it. Why are we, for sports purposes, I guess for, like, I don't know why you would do that. I, that, I don't know why you would just not just eliminate that because you're going to have to go through the work of voting on shortening it, right? So yeah. Then why don't yeah, you yeah, go yeah. no vote to mm. let's just eliminate this? Yeah. Thing. Get if you're going yeah. to have to do a procedure, we might as well do it, right? Or you don't think that'll ever happen? No, I, I think it. I, I think that maybe this pressure will help it happen. I mean, I think the smartest thing and most reasonable thing is if you are accepted to a level, whatever level it is. Why do you need this transition process? If you're in, you're in. Yeah. If you're not, you're not. And you know, it's it's as simple as that to me. I don't. They they make things way more complicated than they ought to be. So. No, no, that doesn't happen in our world. What? Every world, actually, nowadays it feels like Reese. It's a bananas thing. The more I learn, the more I'm confused. Ty has a question for you, Reese. Yeah, Reese. Sorry for insinuating that you said that Sean Miller was a cheater. Those are my words, not yours. Uh, moving to allegedly. A- not allegedly. He got. He, that's why he had to leave Arizona. So well, very, very true. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but moving to a different guy who is also, uh, you know, no stranger to cheating or bending the rules. Jeez, Rick alleged- Pitino is going to St. John's. <laughs> um, do you think that he's going to turn around? Saint, I mean, there's no reason that a team in New York City, in the mecca of basketball, shouldn't be unbelievable. Do you think, Rick Pitino, we're going to see him turn them around into a powerhouse fairly quickly here? There is absolutely no question in my mind. They will be in the Sweet 16 in a maximum of three years, probably shorter. Wow. And, I mean, this guy is a brilliant coach. There are a lot of them out there. But if I had one game to win, equal talent, and they said, you don't get to him and Hall, you don't get to be diplomatic, you've got to pick one coach to coach that team to try to win that game with all the money on the table. I'm taking Rick Pitino every time. Whoa! Izzo! It's got to be Izzo, Reese. Number two's got to be Izzo. uh, Maybe 1A. Whoa! I like that. I wouldn't go against against Pitino, man. And being in New York with his background there, his ability to develop and motivate and all of those things, he's going to attract talent like you can't believe. They're going to turn it around fast. I, I was excited to see him back on the sideline in that incredible suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know great. what I mean? <laughs> With the, he had the arms crossed at one point. Always. The suit, he is – you've obviously – I assume you've met him through your travels here for college basketball. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Very seems much. like yeah. he's either the most fit or thin person of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. His suit's always, like, impeccably fitting. And he has just, like, a look on the side. And then you see Iona, people are like, oh, look out. They might go on a win. It's like, this guy's all the way back, it feels Dog. like. This is kind of the routine, right? Kind of got to like earn it again, and then mm-hmm. you can maybe go do it. And if he turns around St. John's, look at the people will be 
Patino going to turn around fucking St. John's? Is that what's going to happen, Reese? You think that's definitely going to take? He's in the middle of New York City. I'm just starting to think about oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They yeah. used to be like yeah. big East days. It was fucking, yeah. Yeah. they were great mm -hmm. at basketball, St. John's was. Yeah. Definitely going to happen. Uh, I mean, uh, I try not to go too far out because you sp you start speaking in absolute, you get yourself in trouble. There is little in college basketball that I would be more confident about than Rick Pitino turning around any program, particularly one in New York City that's sort of starving for some success. So with the way you can get into the transfer portal and rebuild your team quickly now uh, and his reputation among players and, you know, look, he had all kinds of NCAA trouble at Louisville. I think uh, as memory serves that uh, like Sean Miller, that the official reports uh, exonerated them mostly from any of that type of thing. But we all know the head coach wow. what goes on in their program, but, but on the floor and, and building a team, that guy knows what he's doing big time. He'll, he'll, he'll have a chance. He's taken five teams to the tournament. It's going to be six with St. John's. He's won a national championship at Kentucky and Louisville. I don't know if he'll do that at St. John's because that's a little bit of a crapshoot. I'll bet you he has a shot at the final four within the next three or four years. Look how wow. good he looks. He looks like a spring chicken. Look how good he looks. He was running the sideline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's 70, they said, right? Yeah. I guess they didn't say like his birth certificate would say it, but people were saying it, and that's right, how I yeah. found out. Mm -hmm. like, Damn, he looks great for a 70-year-old. Sure. He looks great for a 50-year-old, it feels like. Yeah. Patina's going to go win New York City. Last question for you here, Reese, from Pac-Man. It's a big uh, day up in Ohio State in Columbus where mm -hmm. my boy AJ is up. Speaking of quarterbacks, who 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 would be your first quarterback off the board? Who are you hearing? Um, uh, I heard CJ had a really good day today. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be CJ Stroud. If um, if Bryce Young were just a little bigger, I would Same. put him in the category of prospect of like Andrew Luck. I know Andrew's way bigger. I understand wow. that, but I mean in terms of can't miss guys. The only thing that can possibly miss about Bryce is there's not a history in the NFL of, of guys his size, not an extensive one, of guys his size having elite success. I imagine they'll go with C.J. Stroud. If I were making the pick I'd, and we're going to take a quarterback, I'd, take, I'd probably take Bryce Young. And understanding that quarterback is the most important position, I kind of need to stick to my guns here. I've said for a couple of years, if you have the first pick in the draft and you don't take Will Anderson, you're doing the draft wrong. Mm. So I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to that. I mean, I like all the quarterbacks. I'd take Will Anderson, but well, that's just me. Well, right now the way people are drafting is every team that's good in the NFL has a fucking great quarterback. We need a great quarterback. Yep, that yep. is how yep. everybody it, is drafting yep. in the NFL right now. And mm -hmm. you still think Will Anderson? Huh? He's an absolute can't miss right now. I, I think he's absolute can't miss. And while all of the quarterbacks, well, I won't say all of them. I have real questions about Levis and Richardson, even though oh. Richardson's a phenom the, the ceiling is higher than is the roof. Uh, for anyone yeah. for Anthony Richardson. Boom. I have questions about them, much smaller ones about Young and Stroud, but I have zero about Will Anderson. You know, barring you know, barring the injury type thing, he's going to be a star for a long, long time cornerstone of a defense. But, I mean, it, you guys know better than I. You've got to have the quarterback. And if you really believe that Stroud or Young, uh, it, that they're that guy, then you got to take it, uh, even though it's possible that the quarterback class next year will be uh, a little bit 
a little bit uh, less. Uh, there'll be fewer questions about the quarterback class at the top next year than this year, I think. Oh, quick early Whoa. projection before we get you off to your event with Pollock and Jen Lotta. A projection about uh, which quarterback next year? Yeah, you think Caleb they're just going to have above everybody else? And then. Well, I think Caleb and Drake May. Um, I, oh, I yeah. love Drake May at North Carolina. I think he is, I mean, Caleb's obviously great, but I think those two guys are, they are your generational, can't miss, no real holes at this point Damn. type of quarterback that I wouldn't mind staking my franchise to. Oh, I like CJ Stroud a lot. I love Bryce Young. But, you know, I've, I've mentioned the question there. There's a little history there that would give me pause to staking your franchise to it. Everything in the draft's a gamble to a degree. Everything. But I wouldn't have any uh, – I, I would have far fewer questions about doing it with uh, Drake May or Caleb Williams. Okay. Drake Tall? Or, I'm sorry, Caleb Tall? Uh, probably about 6'2", 6'2", 6'3", something uh, like that, right? I think he's tall uh, enough. Uh, yeah. that's good. And Drake May, I thought he was – was he redshirt freshman? No, I just was wrong all year. I kept saying first-year guy. Yeah, I know it was his first first year to play. Okay, I actually yeah, yeah, ran yeah. into him a couple of weeks ago. I mean, great demeanor, great presence, hanging out with Sam Howell, already an NFL quarterback. So, um, you know, I think, I think we, he's going to have another sensational season. Okay. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Enjoy the event. Likewise, man. Please Always tell fun. them we said hello, and we appreciate the hell out of your time, Reese. You're the man. I will. See you guys later. Have a great one. Hey, let's, let's stay Thanks on uh, twos, you know, while we're walking. Let's not yep. need to hit all fours. But if we do, we know you're a fucking jungle cat out there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Reese Davis. Never seen a more violent fall in my life, AJ. Honestly. In a quicker pop-up. Really? Dude, it was... He'd pop up and start running like it didn't happen. So Jason Kendall. Kind, no, he he definitely nice. he looked back. Yeah, it was kind of pop time like Jason. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a Jason Kendall pop time. Wow. That's exactly it was a Jason Kendall pop time off the ground. He acknowledged that it happened. He looked back like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and it was like this. I didn't see it at the time either because we're kind of walking in like a group. There's humans. It was cold in the morning. Mm-hmm. So there's wa- like kind of a moisture on the ground, but we thought we were on a good sidewalk. And this thing was just kind of like peeking into the like over top of the sidewalk yeah. from the side here that had a little fence on it i think and then we we're going up a little bit too but not enough for like to shorter the fall okay it was like up but like still like, like kind of like that a little bit <sighs> dude fucking quick i've never he's I mean, an athlete athletes know how to fall I he's think, an athlete i think yeah. so i thought he i literally legitimately i thought maybe both wrists yeah, wrist oh. snap oh. cement Probably skinned his bombs pretty good. Yeah. I hate that. Holding the paper, too. So, I mean, he had to. Uh, Lesser yeah. athlete would have broken both hips and probably smashed his face. I was so impressed, dude. I was so fucking impressed, AJ. It was. How old is Reese? That dude looks like he's 38. Yeah, but I think he's like. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not guessing. I think he's like 48. Nah, he's got a kid in college. Looks he's awesome. Princeton. Like he's almost 60, bro. He's 57 years old. Wow. Whoa. Unbelievable. Are you serious? Yes. Holy that's why shit. whenever I saw it all happen, and wow. I like, I think I had learned like either a week before that or two weeks before that, that this dude who is like quick as anything and boom, he's almost 60 fucking years old. I think he was in a meeting. Dog. He said something, and I was like, damn, that was pretty. That was like, that gives everybody hope. Don't you think that gives everybody like, hey, look at this dude. He's oh. you say he's fifty seven right now? Fifty seven. And I, don't I would wanna, never guessed anywhere near that. And I don't want fifty seven year olds to think we're dunking on you or anything no, like that. No. But I just in our heads, like, damn near sixty, I think to myself what I'm probably gonna be like. And it's like I'm not gonna be 
what anywhere near what that is like that's my projection so to your point i guess it is kind of like a hope but he said like i remember he he like quoted something from way long ago and i was like where'd you read that he was like there i was there. i was like so i like googled how old is this fucking guy yeah and i was like damn near 60 i'm like <laughs> jesus christ and i think it was like the next week it was fresh in my mind that in he did that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, boom, bounce right back up. <laughs> this guy's got to be dead. Oh my god, I thought it was like I've fallen, and I can't get up. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was give me a button time. Whenever you're getting damn near sixty, he's fucking planking while falling faster than any human I've ever. Seen. He defied one of Isaac Newton's. Yep, that's right. Three laws. Three laws. Gravity fell quicker that day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nine point eight 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 whatever it is. It rose quicker per too. second. That was awesome. All right, let's get to a break, dude. Listen, I don't think we've taken one. Mm-mm. Two hours straight. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. Wow. Pretty solid pew, idea. Pew, pew. Explosives. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, have you seen the obstacle course that Ty Schmidt will attempt to get through to maybe win 20 people? $500. Wow. Can you explain? Does he chug those five beers and then have to carry five full ones? How yep. Does it work? This baseball bat is Andy Dufraining off of the stage. Do not mind that at all. What he will have to do is start at the start line right over yonder, obviously Mm -hmm. directly below the hoop that is closest to the camera here. He will then have to make his way to the stool that has five tall, ice-cold, a couple hours ago, Bud Light. He will have to carry those somehow, some way. He will... Obviously, prepare for this and have his own technique to carry those five as efficiently as I thought as you had to pour them into glasses. From what I've seen online, they pour them into glasses and have to carry them. Not everybody. That was only one commercial that did the glasses. Yeah, uh, there are people also doing it with yeah, cans. Be an asshole. Uh, so you can do it however with a bub light. Okay. And then he will have to make one ping pong shot into one of the three cups down there. Should be a relatively easy shot. Nice little cluster of three there. Uh, normally gives you a couple ways to miss. Once he makes a ping pong shot, he will then go up and over the Thunderball oh. net. While holding said beer still. Then he will have to go around the cone. He will go forward to the front cone uh, from left to right looking, left being the beginning, right being the ending of the sprint. He will go from around that left cone up to the front cone, have to kick that cone. Make sure you get all the way to the cone. I will. Backpedal around that uh, second cone on the left, front to that front one, kick that one again. Then he will be able to turn around the left uh, final uh, cone there. Those Coolers will be open. Mm. You have to kick the cooler shut like a badass. Hop over one. Kick the cooler shut like he's a badass. Hop over another one. Then you have to sprint to the putting green. Bury about a five-foot putt. Then you have to deliver all of the beers to all of us sitting up here on the stage. Whenever the final beer is delivered, we will stop the clock. He has 90 seconds to do that, AJ. Whoa. 90 seconds. Wow. That's, I cannot wait to, to see the end of this program to see when Ty does this. I think he'll do it, though. Ty, how are you feeling about it now that you've got a chance to think about the hashtag easy carry contest by Bob Light? Well, it certainly won't be easy, but I'm up for the challenge. Let's go. Pac-Man, any words of advice for a man who needs your type of athleticism to conquer the feat that is the Thunderball, Thunderdome, Bud. obstacle course, hashtag easy carry contest? I think Ty got it. Stay light on your feet. Hell yeah. Appreciate Boom. that. In jeans. Yeah, jeans over the Thunderball net is going to be the telltale uh, telltale task here. We'll, we'll find out. The tail of the tape is the height of the Thunderball net versus the height of the bottom of Ty's ball sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the tail of the tape in this entire thing. It is. Bingo. It is. He might have you should to- get down to his skibbies then. If he's worried about yeah. his jeans ripping, get down to his skibbies. I'm not worried about my jeans ripping.
We don't promote you bullying somebody and taking her clothes off on the show. Yeah, I'm First trying to give him, him, give him options for a faster time. Let's see your ball. Guys been yeah, on vacation. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Yeah, yeah. I, balls are showing. I get you want to relive, you know, the whole sitting and gum prank that you did to every single one of your teammates every single day of practice. Explain that to me. I don't know how that works. You know exactly oh, AJ, what it is. I'm going to to AJ Hawk. I was disgusted. Send yeah. you a picture. I, I do not show people my balls and say this is a satin gum. That's okay. Not my yeah, oh, that's I've been around people that have done it, though. No, you're more of a <laughs> goat brain bat wing type of guy. Yeah. Anyways, you're what? disgusting, okay? Cheeseburger. Thank you. Speaking of C.J. Stroud balling out over there, we were watching it live on that TV. There was a couple rollout dimes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Did you get on NFL of- Plus somehow? No, it was just on ESPN. They were just streaming it. They just ripped. Get- Col- Colts either um, don't think they're going to get C.J. Stroud or they have one scout that they trust really, 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 really. Why, why, why? No way. Colts only sent one scout to Ohio, the Ohio State Pro Day. It's three hours away. Columbus right there. This fucking place. That's okay. That, that was a report. I don't know if the report's true or not. But Why is everybody trying to bury uh, Indianapolis Colts on your Well, and we'll see, too, because after that glowing endorsement from Reese, you know, you got to feel pretty good about Will Levis potentially being the future of the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's okay. I, hey, we'll figure it. We'll play football. Hey, look out, Cincinnati. (laughs) We're good. Our power rankings are good. I think y'all damn near the worst team in the league when the power rankings came out. (laughs) I think the last team. Y'all are, who was it? Yeah. Texans? Tell them, Pac-Man. Yeah. Probably 1A, 1B. Texas and Colts? What power rankings? Arizona. That's who it was. Arizona. And they got a quarterback, at least. You mean to win the Super Bowl? Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Power rankings is Dancers. what people say. Colts this is and, who's good. Colts, Texans, and Cardinals are dead last. Dead last. Go get Cam Newton. What do you guys think? Tied with 30th? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 18, no. Plus 18,000, plus 18,000. Texans are plus 20,000. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Look but then, the, but then but the next team is plus 7,500. They think those three are by far the That's way. right where we want to be. Okay. <laughs> yep. Under the radar. That's right. No <laughs> That's pressure. Right. Sneaking up. Thank on you, people. AJ. Playing with house money over there. Boom! We're gonna win. we're gonna go ten and seven. <laughs> win a playoff game. Right. Hell yeah! Sweet will be cheaper, right? Let's go! No, 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 no! Inflation, inflation, inflation! What? All right, let's get to a break. We'll be back on the other side. Laramie Tunzel will be joining us in about ten minutes, I Ooh. think. Not one hundred percent certain, but I do believe in about ten minutes we'll be talking to Laramie Tunzel, who just signed the largest offensive lineman contract in the history of football for the second time in his career. He did it the last time he signed a contract. Beast. This time he did it again representing himself well well by way of saint omni <laughs> bingo where's saint omni from we, we have no know. idea we have no idea we want to know we are asking laramie tunzel about it let's yes, remember though laramie tunzel 65 318 listed probably in that ballpark <laughs> off season whatever we could think sure from louisiana mm-hmm. florida and one throw on Miss. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's got Louisiana in him, Florida in him, Good. and Mississippi in him. And Texas. Okay. And oh. Texas. Mm-hmm. This dude's a fucking dog. Oh, yeah. Absolute dog no. for the Texans. Texans are getting a young quarterback, allegedly, is what everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. What a perfect way to welcome him to town saying, hey, you got this fucking guy protecting your blind side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just worry about everything else. 
Can't wait to chat with him. And also, it's great to see the glowing A.J. Hawk all the way back. A.J., great to see you, pal. Great to be here. Great to be here. The hashtag easy carry contest submission by Ty Schmidt from the Thunderdome will happen at the end of this hour as well. Potentially 20 people winning $500 if Ty can complete a easy carry contest obstacle course challenge in 90 seconds. Here we go. 90 seconds, Ty. You got it. Easy. Hey, beer pong, you're a good player, right? Yeah, I can hold my own on the beer pong table. Last time we were at a beer pong table, you weren't able to play, if you do remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was that in L.A.? It was in Michigan. You. That was hilarious. (laughs) Different situation. (laughs) We may have been in Michigan. I was on fucking Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was at your bachelor party, and I think you were right there with me. I I don't remember if you were playing. Oh, yeah. What do you say? I was running. I was running. If you were, you shouldn't have been. No, yeah, that's why that was the conversations we were having, is I was standing... I could not open my eyes. Could, literally couldn't open my eyes. Couldn't <laughs> open my eyes. Couldn't see anything. Fully awake. Could not open my eyes. Ty's sitting right here. Beer pong player, I think, normally. We have full beer pong set up happening in Michigan here for the Bachelor Bachelorette party up there. And we're just kind of playing beer pong, chilling, having a good time, yeah. drinking beers. What? Pizza was ordered by what? IQ. And a lot of pizza. Blood. Genius what? order. Oh. But me and Ty, uh, there was a chef that cooked uh, THC food. <laughs> and boy, oh boy. I don't know if anybody ate as much as we did, but that cheesecake was dangerous. Unbelievable. The fucking whole thing. Yeah. And Ty was sitting right to my left. <laughs> the table was right here. And Ty could not move. I could barely move. I was playing beer pong. And all Ty said is, How are you playing? <laughs> How are you playing? Yeah. But even you picked up a ping pong ball in that state of being on cloud 75. Mm-hmm. And I think you've buried three, four straight. I don't think that's going to be a problem over there. I'm not too concerned. I think the net is going to be easy. I think the little zigzag drill here, Ron, you're going to really get a chance to showcase those fucking quick feet out of Iowa. Hell yeah. yeah. And then coming up over the cooler, you get a chance to showcase to yourself. I'm a fucking dog. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get that thing shot, get up over it. Bury the putt, deliver the beers. It's going to be a glorious time for Ty Schmidt. Boom. 20 people. $500. What? 90 seconds. Ty, you can do it. Hashtag easy carry contest. All right, be a friend, tell a friend something nice. We're going to take a little five-minute break. Take five. Five. And joining us now live is a man who business-wise should go down as one of the smartest humans in the history of the NFL. He was born in Louisiana, if his Wikipedia is right. Went to high school in Florida, if his Wikipedia is right. Went to college at Ole Miss, was the 16th overall pick. Three-time, or 13th overall pick in 2016. Three-time Pro Bowler, ladies and gentlemen, stud left tackle, Laramie Tunzel. Laramie, please allow me to tell you that I have wanted to have a conversation with you since draft night. Now, we will not have to dive into draft night, but I will want to let you know that I'm a human, and I'm sure you've met a lot of these people through your travels, who is 100% on your side that evening, even more so. I sent a text to people of power and said, hey, this is an impressive thing that he just did here, not the opposite. And ever since then, with all the scrutiny that you had on you, all you did is just show up and play fucking football better than everybody else. I don't know how you were able to do it. The mental toughness is a real thing. And we want to, as a show, congratulate the shit out of you for battling through something you did not deserve at all, I think, to start this whole thing. So let's dive into it. You just re-upped with the Houston Texans. Uh, Yes, sir. Was that the plan all along? Is that what you assumed would happen? And uh, how long did that process take? Yeah, that was the plan all along. Um, 
the process didn't take long, guys. You know, both sides was ready to get the deal done, and that's what we did. Um, my biggest thing is like I hired this great team. I hired um, I hired Saint Omni. I have Lala. Hold on, hold on, oh, 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 oh. We did not know we were going to get into this this quickly. But we got to. We are so excited. We, we do got Who to. Who is this guy? We want to know. Uh, we're looking for him. We, we can't find him. We're big fans. <laughs> yeah. We are big fans Go. of St. Omni. But it is like one of the most interesting conversations I've ever seen on the internet. In the modern day, St. Omni should be able to be found quickly. And we should do that. You would think St. Omni would want everybody <laughs> yeah. to know. It's a complete opposite. It sounds like, who is he? How'd you meet him? St. Omni, that my business partner, a mastermind, you know, a trusted confidant, you know, he just always there when I need him. So, so. That was him. always there when I need him. That was him. Hold on, was that his wow. ass right there, Larry? <laughs> that was him. <laughs> oh, can you, can hey. you have that guy walk past One more time. We need a little slower gate. Just, just know he's always there when I need him, guys. That was one of the greatest works I've seen in a long oh, time. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that was really good. That was awesome. Wow. AJ, go ahead, pal. Jeez, Do you think you're going to uh, – other players are going to be jumping on the bandwagon and trying to hire St. Omni as well with all that he's done for you? And I hope so. Like I said before, this guy is a mastermind. Like, he get things done. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, all right, so you got yours done really quick. Um, Lamar haven't got his done. If you could speak to Lamar right now – about your guy that just uh, whoever the guy is, or he or she or him or her or bot or computer. Um, or ghost. Or yeah. ghost. Yeah. Or ghost. Um, awesome. I'm Lamar. Role play. Hey, man, I need an agent. Hey, Lamar, let's sit down and talk. Okay. I have my guy. I have my guy reach out to you and we can get things done. We can get things rolling. That's crazy. Right. Simple. La- be simple, man. Is it, the business side of the NFL is something that's very difficult. Honestly, it is very, very difficult to get deals done. We're seeing it all over the place. It's how it's always been. It is, it's, it's been done a certain way for so long. So when it comes out that you represent yourself, and then they're obviously talking about St. Omni as this figure that just exists and we can't get any information the way like the NFL and the NFLPA and the insiders are talking about it. It's like, obviously, you have to be an absolute beast on the field. But whenever right. you're talking about business with these people throughout <clears throat> your career, like the last couple of years, whenever you're talking and handling the day-to-day with Casario and with everybody in Houston, is it just like you're always interacting with them? You're always communicating with them? Because this is two times now where you've gotten the biggest deal in the history of your position, $50 million guaranteed, bro. Damn. Three-year deal, $50 million guaranteed at offensive line. Let's fucking go. Yeah. But like how come hey, you man. think it's because like, – what do you think it is about you – other than the fact with how good of a football player you are, which you are fucking unbelievable at what you do. Like, that cannot get forgotten in this whole story. That's why you get paid. Why do you think it happens much easier and quickly and better for you as opposed to maybe some other situations, Laramie? Well, well first and foremost, just producing on the field, man, just made a lot of things easier for me on the business side. You knew that, though, right? You knew that. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. My biggest thing for me as a player is just staying consistent. And that's what I did all last season, and I showed them, like, hey, like, and I let them know, like, I want to be here long term. I want to help you guys, you know, potentially win a championship and win a lot of games. So I'm here. So let's get something done. And, you know, Nick was very Nick and D'Amico was very good in this process. Like they was ready to get it done. So it made everything smooth. Congratulations on it. It's not easy to get done. A.J. Hawk, go ahead, pal. <laughs> 
What's it been like uh, in D'Amico's short time there? Obviously, a lot of hype with hiring him, bringing him back. Obviously, a stud player in his own right there. What's it, what's he been like, I guess, through the negotiations and, and also in his early time like that he's trying to set that culture even though you guys aren't back yet fully? Yeah, he, he's, setting, he's setting a culture right now, actually. Like, great guy, high-energy guy. Every time he's, like, every time he comes around, like, it's just high energy. Everybody's just happy to see him. Everybody's ready to get to work. And, you know, that's something we need in this in this building, in this organization, like, to get things right, get things right back on track. You've obviously started your career somewhere else, but you've gone to the Houston Texans. There's been, a, to your, what you just talked about, a lot of change, a lot of change. And you said your goal last year was just to be consistent, show them you want to be here and everything like that. With all the turnover, how have you maintained the ability to be, like, so driven, team focused, and everything like almost optimistic. I, I would assume you have to remain optimistic. How have you been able to do that? You got to remain optimistic for sure, especially the things that we've been through as an organization. But you know, just things like I love being an underdog. I love having to prove myself every single time I step on the field. It's like I want to be the best player, and I view myself as the best player. I want to be the most consistent player on the field, and 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 that's that's been my goals since I got into the league. So you're a businessman. Represent yourself, hire a team around you. You know that those quarterbacks behind you, especially the one they're going to draft here, uh, you're how old? 20 what? 28. Yeah, 28 years old. Okay. Be back at 31, back at the door, get more money. With that rookie. Hello, hello, Pat. (laughs) I'm trying to find this this guy that's in the Saint Omni. Saint Omni. We got to find this guy. We are big fans of Saint Omni, but like that rookie quarterback that they're going to draft, everybody just assumes this year, he'll be three years into his contract, too, Mm -hmm. at that particular point. And with how much money they're getting, Laramie. You know what that means for your position? That means that thing's only going up and up. There's not a lot it's of only, you. It's only going up, man. It's only going up from here. You know that, right? Is the three-year deal like something you wanted, or was that what the team wanted? Because it feels like every deal that's getting signed this year is like a two-year deal pretty much. Everybody, Except for quarterbacks, right. it's like a two-year deal. Was that from the team, or did you see that trend and wanted it as well? That's me and my business team. That's something we wanted to do. We want to stick with the three-year deals. Smart, isn't it? I mean, you're going to get another bite at the heart. Yeah, big bite. Get another big old bite at the apple. Connor has a question for you, Laramie. Yeah, Laramie, on this subject, as far as business goes, have you always been like this? Like, did you know going into the NFL, like, hey, as much as I love playing football, this is a business and I have to do what's right for me? Or was that something you kind of learned as you went from Miami to Houston? Because obviously you were a stud in Miami and then you get moved to Houston. A lot of people were kind of, you know, curious as to what happened and now you've turned it into two massive cons contracts right no that's something that I, I learned as i got older like just being like the the, the ceo of my business you know i always wanted to, like my business operation i always wanted to be the ceo and i always wanted to hire smart intelligent guys around me or smart intelligent women and guys around me and just get things done so as it's something as i got older i just realized you know you were saying guys as a mm-hmm. yeah a full thing. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, I think you're saying. I don't think anybody. Uh, Pac-Man has a question for you. Um, Pat, what up? What's up, baby? You know you're the big dog in the locker room now. If you could pick <laughs> one of these quarterbacks right here in these three, oh, four yeah. really good ones. Um, I don't know if you got to see CJ play today. Uh, I mean, his pro day today. If you could add one of them over there to lead the huddle over there, which one would it be? You know, I love to have – any any one of them quarterbacks in the locker room, honestly, you know, I trust Nick and I trust the front office to to make the right decision to help us win games, man. Have you paid attention to it at all, or you just got to focus on your own thing because you're just in the contract? You have to hear it. Nah, you know, I, 
You know I've been tapped in. You know I've been tapped yeah. in, man. Somebody hey, don't call. Hey, they're pro day, dude. <laughs> CJ's pro day was right here. They're showing these clips from CJ's. It's like, man, he's fucking phenomenal. But then we'll watch another pro day. And then we'll watch another Bryce Brody. Young tomorrow. Exactly. And it'll be like, exactly. and I think that's why you said you're good with any of them because it seems like right now it's like, how do we definitely know? Mm-hmm. You know? What do you exactly. think you need down there? Quarterback? What else do you think to, to really make the place go? You think, Laramie? Man, quarterback, receiver, we, we need a lot of pieces just to get just to get this thing right back on track. And we, we, we close, man. I love the fans down there. They're loud. Oh, yeah. They are a loud yeah. fan. Lock- oh, yeah. Fifth largest city in America. People forget about that whenever you're... No, yeah. sixth, fourth? Fourth largest fourth, city in America. It's moving up, yeah. Phoenix is fifth largest city in America. People forget about that because all you ever talk about is New York, L.A., yeah. Chicago. It's like Houston's fucking mm-hmm. massive. Yeah. Huge. It is right. a huge place with a lot of humans. Ty has a question for you, Laramie. Yeah, Laramie, Laramie, you kind of alluded to it when, you know, Pat asked about all the turnover and and staying positive there. And, you know, obviously your job is to protect the quarterback first and foremost, but we've learned a lot more about offensive line play this year with a guy like A.Q. Shipley who comes on the show, played in the league for a really long time. Um, How difficult has it been, like, when, you know, you you almost like you're getting into a groove or, or whatever the case may be, and then you have a whole new offensive system that comes in and you have to do that multiple times. Like, again... You're protecting the quarterback, but I think it's it's a lot more complex than just hey, I just got to sit back here, anchor, and make sure my guy doesn't get you know his head taken off. Of course, um, you know it's ups and downs. That's what that's what come with this. That's what come with this business. That's what come with this league. It's gonna be a lot of ups and downs, but you know that's a part of the business. We just gotta. My main thing for me was just to stay consistent, no matter what happens, no matter how many ups and downs happen, no matter what we go through, just stay consistent and just get it done. Laramie, you know, when you, I've done some pass sets in my day. I mean, <laughs> See you over there. I used to do public pass sets, Laramie. It was like walking through the airport, somebody's walking and you just start doing this to them. It is yeah. a hilarious thing. People have like their AirPods in, mm-hmm. they're just walking. What the hell? The fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and then you just keep walking. It is a fantastic thing. Is there anybody in the league right now that whenever you're, hey, you know, uh, but pretty good, right? You saw that square yeah. shoulders. Fucking didn't peacock too much. You saw it. I know you saw it. Hands are ready. Inside leverage. We would do it. Unless we're fucking out of that. You know what I mean? But is there anybody that lining up on the other side, you think you like less sleep the week of? And it feels like there's a lot of those types of guys in the league right now. We got some fucking monsters mm-hmm. coming off the edges these days in the NFL, AFC also. Like, is there anybody up there that is different than anybody else? And is there any weeks that are different for you? I give credit to this one guy, and I've been giving him credit since we was in college battling. Miles Garrett, man. Mm-hmm. The dog. He's a dog. Dude, he is. What, what's he do? Is, just, is it a combination of his size and speed and everything, or what's he do different? Size, speed, bend, he can do everything. And he's dunking too, just like yeah. you ever yeah. seen yeah. athlete. He's Instagram, an athlete. Instagram, he's taking his shirt off. Mm-hmm. He's fucking, <laughs> oh yeah, and then he's just like dunking on these kids at LA Fitness. It's like, bro, could you imagine? I'm going to play a pickup <laughs> game, LA Fitness. Yeah, hold on. Oh, you win a game and, and like somebody shows up and they call next. It's like you're not even really paying attention. You're on the court again. Third game, maybe. Third game, new team comes on. A little tired. And they got fucking Miles Garrett on the team. (laughs) What are we even even doing uh, when it comes to that? Zito just told me 
that you have a YouTube page that is very uh, new, I believe. A YouTube page that is about to go. Protect there the tree. At Laramie Tunzel 78. There's Please a video on it. St. Omni's in this. I've been wow. told. I, I've been told St. Omni's Whoa. in that video. Is that accurate, yep. Laramie? <laughs> hey, y'all gonna have to watch it and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate the hell out of you. Congrats on the new contract. Thank you for making time for us, and good luck with the rest of the offseason. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey, and tell St. Omni, you know. Hey, bravo, dude. Yeah. yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> sure. Laramie Tunzel, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, man. That was him. In the back, yeah, walking by. What a work. We, I think we found this Instagram. Yeah, I showed him the thing that Gumpy sent us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we've had a photo for a few days, but we certainly were not going to be the first people. No. It also just seems to – I mean, again, we talked about this earlier this week. Like, Gumpy is, you know, he's – he is deadliest catch of internet fishermen. Mm-hmm. He will find his man. He always Sig. does. He's Captain Sig. But I feel like that's just, it was just too easy. It's too out there. Like Gumpy you know, found it. Gumpy found right it. Right away. In yeah. like four minutes he found it. It got sent in. And then there's no other photos at all anywhere. It's like, I don't know. That hey, I does, don't know. It does have a lot of NFL players saying happy birthday on his on his last post, oh. so it, maybe. Which would also be a great be you know, a cover. Very, yeah, very easy setup. Yeah, it's going to be a fake account. <laughs> right. There's a chance this is not a yeah. real person. You say he's a mastermind. Yeah. He's this. He's well, that. I mean, it's like, God damn, this promo. Be, he's there, he's always there when I need him. Yeah, Bro, he walks by like this. Yeah, yeah. covering his face yeah. on the phone. That was awesome. We got worked. I've never. That's never happened. Nobody has had the forethought no. to work with him. No. <laughs> Respect. Unbelievable. Yeah. I respect that a lot. That was fantastic. Is he an agent? Is he a certified agent? No, that's no. the big thing. And believe me, you've missed a lot since yeah. you're in Mexico. No. Catch up. Should he not just get a doctorate in agenting? Like, you know when people give a donation or they accomplish enough in life that they get a, a, a degree? Mm-hmm. You know, it happens all the time. Yep. The NFLPA just won't just be like, hey, if you work with St. Omni, you're good. The guy's contracts are better than all these motherfuckers that we have certified. By far. Not all of them. A lot of these motherfuckers that we have certified. They should just give him like one of those honorary certifications. Mm, like a doctor. Congratulate. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the... So that was not the that's photo. That's the Instagram. Yeah, it is. Was it? I thought that's that was him. a little thinner. I think so, too. No. See, what if they change... And That's the thing. What if they just change the person that they put the at saint in front of in this video? Like this well, that would work. What yeah. if they do just work it the whole time? This is the first one, but like, who knows? Beard. The guy did have a beard in the photo. There's a he good. Definitely chi- had a beard. There's a good chance he's like he definitely Jason had, like, like could be what's the name? Like it wasn't short hair. Like I think he's got a lockbox with like ten different passports. Is protect the tree? Is that in reference to protecting Davy Mills because he's from Stanford, or is that something different? I don't. To be honest, Zito told me the name of it in my ear while old buddy was talking. He was like, "Oh, no YouTube page, protect the tree," and I was like immediately like. That's sweet. This guy's got like a marijuana lobbyist yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that's what it potentially was. Maybe he is pro plant, though. And he's trying to protect the forest. Well, he certainly they, is. Yeah. He certainly is. I think it's a reference to Old Miss, isn't it? I don't know. Now, you mean when, uh, you mean when uh, that guy from Alabama killed the tree at Auburn? Oh, Harvey Updack? At Laramie Tunzel 78, if you want to find it on YouTube. If I assume that video is going to do pretty good numbers right there. Yeah. Saint is in it. That's up from four months ago. I assume people are going to want to see that. Immediately. Immediately. That's the thing with YouTube that's so fascinating. And I always tell people, like, uh, just keep going, you know, like, um, because the videos that you had at the very beginning of your YouTube, those numbers are all going to grow because the more people that see you later are all going to go back. So it's like, as you continue to go, 
you're only going to continue to grow and literally everything else grows as well. So mm-hmm. maybe you weren't able to have as big of an audience whenever you were kind of younger on TV or something like that. Like on YouTube, there's a good chance a lot of the shit that you've done is all going to help. It's all going to grow oh, yeah. at a chance with it all. I'm excited to see what that video does with the growth of St. Omni. Yeah. I, I would really, I would really like to see what that video does. Protect the Tree, a documentary series with an inside look into a company brand, Divine Tree. Oh. Follow the gang as they try to master their crafts. Season two is here. Tune in for more episodes and shorts. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so Divine Tree is the company. Protect the Tree. Now we know. Makes for sense. the brand, for the shoe. Yes. Protect the Tree. For the Tree. Divine Tree. No. For the Tree. For the Tree. Jeez. For the Tree. Literally. <laughs> oh, sorry. Guy has a medical license to do that <laughs> in Ohio. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is prescribed. AJ, I know what you were thinking as soon as you made that motion. CBD in here only. Always. Here always. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. AJ, you want to take some phone calls on the 500 phone line? 1833 This is what we'll do. Hey, wasn't, go ahead. wasn't sorry, wasn't your bachelor party? I didn't mean to go back to it. Wasn't that where Ty came up with here? Uh, how you doing? Keep moving. When he was blasted at night? Yeah, we were on the street, I believe. And there were those bikers going by. And yeah, we just kept saying, I I keep, keep it moving. moving. I <laughs> yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. There was 20 of them, I think. Yeah. Every <laughs> single person rolled by. Hey, yeah. dude. Keep it moving. moving. Yeah. Yep. I do remember that. That was a good time. The great it news. It was a great, I believe the exact quote we said. Big, how you doing? Keep it moving, Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This place. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Everybody was like, fake hey, wave. Man. Right. Move. Keep so move. Great view. That lake is fucking big. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Lake Michigan. Huge. You guys out there are just eating chopped. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. You remember the, like, near the shore when we first ran in? There's just butcher's knives. Yes, just rocks. Stick, rocks. Yeah, sticking straight up. Well, uh-huh. you got past that and got out to the sandbar. Not bad. The sandbar was magnificent. Yeah, but to get to the sandbar, though, you had to do a fucking triathlon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to really do it. You had people slicing up your feet. Oh, my God. Dude. Pretty much always cold, too. Boom. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to carry a drink, too. Get to the sandbar. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Another one just breaking on your head. It's like, I'm not I'm not that level of swimmer. No. To, I don't think to be doing it. If I die, that would be wild. <laughs> Two white claws in hand, finally get out of the sandbar, and it's like, I never want to go back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You so like, stay out there. How long are we hanging out here for? Oh, six hours? The rest of the day. Yeah, we're out here for six hours because we don't want to go mm-hmm. risk our lives out there. Then we had people trying to chuck drinks to us so we didn't have to go get it yep what a scene dude bailey we, we talked about it earlier a little bit about how high ty and i were because of that chef uh-huh do you remember bailey was holding down the the furniture yeah yeah do you remember that oh we yeah wanted to move yeah that was a great time that was like holding down basically the counter in the house that we were staying in just like this for an hour and 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. 845 Rice Krispie Treats. Because he had a victim underneath there. He didn't want to get out. All right. <laughs> that that is also wish, possible. Tony. You hear this? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Bill's a good guy. He is. Great guy. Bill is a great guy. <laughs> He'll never get caught. No, he won't. Exactly. AJ. He's not doing He's anything. Smart. He's too smart. It's this, a compliment to well, Bill. Well. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's Bill. We love Bill. We appreciate Bill. This is a new Bill. Um, yeah. New Bill 2.0, too, is going to be much faster. Even chase better. people down quicker. Correct. Right. Yeah, he's been working out two Stronger. times a day. Yeah. He ain't that fast. Not chasing people down. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus, this show is the worst. <laughs> Bill was involved in some physical contact this past weekend with numerous people. Oh, no. Yeah, downtown Indianapolis. 
It was not. You okay? Are they okay? Bro. Well, they, some, I mean, they're in a few different places. We didn't get but. to see them, okay? No, no one ever will. Yeah, exactly. We did. Because they're dead. Yeah, right. exactly. That is not true. We got to make sure people, we know that that's not true. We have ended up in lawsuits and such for things that are Good point. blatant jokes that have been taken <laughs> very seriously. Allegedly, allegedly yeah. we have. But um, I woke up Sunday morning to a photo text message from Bill McComas, and I've, my heart dropped. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Is uh, this guy okay? We almost lost Bill. I think we almost lost Bill. Legit. Bill is back though. Yeah, Bill's back. Was there was it thirty? Was it thirty people jumped him? Well, that's the only way. That's the thing. We've heard a couple different. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Yeah, cameras are coming out, so mm-hmm. we're gonna learn. All right, All right Bill, text yeah. me. <laughs> there's, there's a chance though this video comes out and Bill actually hi yeah, yeah. yeah. grabs but his knife. The bomb. All of them, mm-hmm. four or five people, <laughs> slits some <laughs> throats. No, Connor. Because yeah, yeah, he has no. his knife. No, self defense. Self defense. Yeah, exactly. Always got his knife. All right, let's get to a break. On the other side, Ty will attempt our hashtag easy carry contest. Hell yeah! Entry. We will be entering alongside everybody else who has the opportunity to enter, who's twenty-one years of age or older. Bud Light's giving somebody fifteen thousand dollars. Wow, nuts! Fifteen grand. Whoa! For you to get creative and do a. This one might be tough, Ty. I'm, I'm looking at this thing. What we're having Ty do to enter the easy carry contest that Bud Light's doing, one winner, $15,000, must be 21 years or older. He's starting at that start line right there, grabbing those five ice cold Bud Lights about wow. three well, hours ago. Yeah, and they were ice cold. Ice cold, fresh out of that cooler, yep. literally feet away. Yep. Immediately regretted pulling them out and starting the whole thing without just having them grab out of the cooler. But also, don't want to go much longer than 90 seconds. Let's not add in that beautiful cooler getting tossed around. Also, if they would have been as ice cold as they were earlier, it would have made it like a 50 times harder. So. Holding them. So we made the right play. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ty will carry those five lukewarm Bud Light bottles. Right. To that ping pong table right there. He will have to make one ping pong ball into the cup at the end, one successful beer pong toss, Mm. and then he will move on. What he will have to do next is going to be a tall feat. (laughs) He's going to have to go up and over the Thunderball net once he does that while carrying the five beers still. He will be zigzagging through these cones, but it won't just be the standard half-ass zigzag. No, no. He will go around the left one. He will run forward towards the first one on the right. He will kick that one. He will have to backpedal to the second one on the left. Go around that. Kick the uh, second one on the right. Then he will go around the bend. He'll go up over both these coolers, both of which will have the roof back. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to kick those sons of bitches down. What? While balancing the beers and not dropping one. You drop one, you're DQ'd. Yeah, it's over. Can't drop yeah. one. You will then go to the putting green. You'll make a putt, hopefully. Then you will deliver a beer to all the boys here. And that means the time will stop. You have 90 seconds to do it. If you do it, 20 people will win $500. Wow. Let's go. Let's get this thing set up. Let's get this thing ready. Here we go. Let's do that. Then we'll answer some phone calls. And then we will... Wrap up this glorious Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, AJ. It's great to have you back. You think Ty completes this 90 seconds, AJ? I think Ty does it in under 60 seconds. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Wow. He's going to drain his first or second ping pong ball and then, boom, glide over that net and see ya. If he does it in under 60 seconds, we'll make 25 winners. Boom. Oh, $500. Perfect. Should it, be Should it be 60 seconds? Should it be 60 seconds? Can he spill no. beer? Can he, It'll can be he spill any beer? They're going to be closed. Oh, okay, good. 
We want this to be a successful operation. Definitely I think, 60 seconds then. Definitely we'll do it under a minute. Yeah, like people aren't going to do this if if they're just going to spill beers all over their house. No. Or apartment. It's yeah, not the right. point. You know what I mean? Like, that is yeah. not what Bud Light wants. Bud Light's just like, hey, you go grab a can of beer. Bud. Go ahead, bring it to a friend. Get it to the spot. Easy carry. Boom, easy carry. Like, let's go ahead and do this. And if you can get four or five of them, what a stallion. Unbelievable. And if you do a cup, two of them. Whoa, whoa. Yep. Probably just like how they score tricks in Olympics and stuff. Sure. Your pre-score will probably be higher if yeah. it's a cup. Yep. Higher difficulty and risk because yeah. you're potentially ruining the the carpet in your entire place. Losing mm-hmm. beer. Losing beer as well. Yeah. Dropping a pint, shattering one. <clears throat> Glass everywhere. Yeah. Impossible yeah. to get every piece. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Risk score would have to be high. Yeah, later on, stepping on glass. But if it's not a success story, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. it's you're not going to get enough good scoring in the other areas. Exactly. Kind of an all who kids. Got to add up. <laughs> Bud Light, one winner of $15,000 if you enter and make the best video in their eyes. Mm-hmm. We'll take the, their winner and seven others to put into a March Madness Elite Eight bracket where people will vote in a poll either on Twitter or on YouTube to see who will advance in the video contest. One winner will survive and win. Right here. Right, here. right over here. Pac-Man. Boom. Right here. It's a good idea by Bud Light. I like it. I do too. One winner will win this incredibly professional title. One of a kind. We don't even have another one. We're just giving it away. We'll all autograph it in our universe and another thousand bucks. So there's a lot of ways to win with the easy carry contest. And we appreciate Bud Light being creative with what they're doing, creative with the partnership. And we thank them for everything. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, that was on. That was Saint? Yeah. Yeah, that was Saint. I mean, yeah, that, that was, was Saint. He knew. Yeah, he knew. Yeah. That, that was a nice little hey. They might have looked yesterday. Everyone's asking who St. Omni is. We're going to have you walk by, and you're going to be covered in your face. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And lo and behold, we go to his YouTube page. We can just see him. But At St. Dot, yeah. too, I believe. Was that Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok? Was the account that Gumpy sent in, at St. Yeah, that was the IG account. Was it? I didn't know. That is yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Okay, so that is St. Hey, good for you, man. Keep doing it, St. Mastermind. Is it- is it possible that Saint is uh, Danny Boy Hustle Hard? Cheech. Could be. That's interesting. He's de- he's at Devil Dot, though. Hey, Aaron's definitely, right? Hanging out with Danny Boy Hustle Hard this weekend? He's in the back. No, no, not just. For sure. He's he's in the car <laughs> with Danny Boy Hustle Hard, right? Yeah, I'd say. If he, he ends up in New York Jet, Danny oh. Boy's getting him in and out of he's Peterborough. Tell you he's what. moving into the penthouse with him, yeah, for sure. Danny Boy's electric, but he doesn't even fucking come close to touching Pax Driver Joe as far as electricity. <laughs> Amen, brother. Pac-Man uh, had a driver yesterday, which I think is a smart idea. Very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with how long of a drive it is. Studying yep. up. Too. And where you're driving. And if you have a Rolls Royce, you should. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that is sure. what you, you have a living room yeah, you're right. on the road. You might as well at least enjoy it as opposed to the... The part of the car that they don't set up for the person that bought the car. Mm-hmm. Like the actual luxury. In the back. Seat. In the yeah. back. In the back. He had a driver yesterday. This guy was a lightning rod. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Love <laughs> Joe, dude. Joe's has he been, with, has he been right. driving for you a while? Pac, you had a guy that came in uh, to the Bengals locker room and he was wearing a piss. I don't even know what a piss is. It's like a safari hat. Is it the same guy? Joe had a safari no. hat on? No, no, it's another dude. The helmet. Okay. All right. Um, Joe's awesome. Joe sat right over there. He did. 
Big Starstruck. He, he didn't say a word. <laughs> what? AJ, he didn't say a word. Like, not one. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at getting a convo out of people. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty, pretty he, solid. He wasn't having it? He wasn't, he wasn't about it? Bro, the fucking Amish. I got the Amish. I mean, yeah, I, got, yeah. I, got, I had a 20-minute right. conversation uh-huh. with the Amish at Top Golf. I was on an Amish person's Snapchat. I mean, it's 2023. Nice. Joe, I couldn't. Because I, I could tell that I like to cut a Joe's gym. Yeah, yeah. He's a tough Who egg, did? bro. I could tell that I like the cut of his gym. He was a tough egg. To tough crack. egg. He was here to work, bro. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> It's he, Joe's world. We're just living in it. Joe's a dog, dude. Yeah. He put a tough <laughs> wall up. I was sitting next to him, and I usually get a lot of people talking. Yeah, Zito's Even also Zito. chatty and a yeah. tripper. Yeah. But that's All right, Joe, we'll get you, Joe. Joe. We'll get you like to cut his job to do, and that's what he was focused on. I, there's one job here. I, I rode on Rolls Royce here. Exactly. Okay? I'm going back. Joe's handling biz. I get my package from point A to point B. I do not need to open my mouth when I get to point B. <laughs> <laughs> I actually texted True uh, pro. Nick yep. at one point yesterday when Joe sat next to Zeke, and I said, I can't wait for Zeke to crack this guy, and boy, it never happened. He, for, it got yeah. pretty solid. For Zeke not to, I'm not is saying something, too. Yeah, because Zeke's persistent. Oh, yeah. He, he was like a 1980 Winchester uh, safe. It was, in, it was impossible. <laughs> there it yeah. is. Nice. Has yeah, a couple Zeke, dents in it. Mm-hmm. Zeke offered to sit down on the couch. He's mm-hmm. Mm. Four times. <laughs> Say something, man. Yeah, he's a good guy. Fuck. Joe's yeah. a good guy. He was he's a good, good guy. guy. Joe be Joe. Good guy. Joe laughed. There was laughing moments at Joe. Wait, when? <laughs> yes. He laughed? Yeah, right out Where here. Where Taking a right, poop? He's probably. probably. <laughs> he had good vibes, dude. Okay. Joe had good vibes. He oh, did. absolutely. Did. I did love him, though. Hard not to. I loved him. Mm-hmm. I take a bullet for Joe. You <laughs> 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 kidding me? Guy was a fucking weapon. I don't know if Joe would take a ball for us yet. We'll, we'll get him get there. there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get him there. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Five Energy Phone Line as we wrap up this Wednesday. This AJ Hawk is back Wednesday. I can't, oh, yeah. still can't believe it. He's fucking AJ, here. what's going on with Packers, bro? They going to trade him? Uh, I've seen another person that's covered the NFL for a long time, you know, point out some things that the Green Bay Packers have in their house right now currently that potentially negate a trade that I think every Packers fan thinks is potentially going to happen because how good a football Aaron is and everything like that. And it's almost like disrespectful to say that they have no leverage, but they've come out and said that Aaron's not playing here anymore. We're moving on to a new year. They have to see what Jordan Love has before they, you know, extend his fifth year. He'll be gone. He want, he, there was also alleged trade talks about Jordan Love saying, I would like to be able to play and prove that I could be an NFL guy. I got drafted here. I've just been sitting here. So I think all these things that are very public have taken away from the Packers leverage. And whenever you're talking about deal making, it's easy to talk about comps and everything like that. But Comps are only comps if the leverage is comparable. And there is, I don't think for either side, any, it's just almost like, let's get a deal done and let's move on is how I view it. Is that how you see it uh, from a 30,000-foot view? Where do I have it wrong and what do you think is going to happen? No, I mean, especially with where we're at now and the fact that it hasn't happened and it's so public. Like you said, the Packers basically said he's not going to be here. He's not playing here. Aaron comes on here and says like he plans to play for the Jets next year and still nothing happens. And I hear this could go all the way to the draft. Like, it's not good for either team to be hanging in limbo right now. Neither yeah. team it's good, obviously. But for the Packers, you got $60 million in the cap. You're sitting there. We just, free agency just came and went. Not that, you know, the Packers are normally big-time spenders, but it's like Jordan Love, you're going to want Jordan Love to succeed. Yeah. It's like, are you just going to have a guy sit there and take up $60 You, just, you lost Lazard already, too. So mm-hmm. He said that they didn't even really talk to him, right? And yeah. that what Lazard kind of said that the Packers didn't even reach out to him. I think Goot wants, like, his own team, which – 
By the way, he will be judged by. This is oh, yeah. a results-oriented. Goody, Goody was there when they drafted him, though. Yeah, he drafted Lazar. Which oh, okay. Well, so that doesn't make sense. I yeah, guess. but they, I mean, they have two new guys this year, you know, obviously with Dobbs and uh, Christian and Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had two other rookie receivers, who, uh, Torre, they got in the seventh round. Like they, He was a good player, remember Aaron Yeah, said. he didn't get very many opportunities, but when he did, he was he was pretty solid. There's so, a chance the Packers are very good. Like, we are not saying that there isn't a chance. For sure. But at that, this exact moment, it's like. A lot of holes to fill. A lot of holes to fill. Yeah, and you got sixty million being held up right now just because of what stubborn? I don't, I don't know what could have. You know what I mean? Very uh, selfishly, um, I do kind of hope it gets dragged out and then he gets traded on draft night because that'd be great for us. Oh, for the show? Yeah, absolutely. for the draft spectacular. Absolutely, that's a very selfish play. By absolutely, you. I like it. There's I a lot it. of humans involved in this that I think, like, you know, Aaron was obviously not thrilled with the situation where yeah, it was. Sure, clearly, Mark Murphy clearly. Not thrilled with the situation. Mm-hmm. Goody not thrilled with the situation. Fans not thrilled with the Jets situation. Aren't. Jets like nobody's thrilled with the situation. It's like, let's can we not just fucking woo woo make a deal and move on and just understand the reality? I think that is like a lot of our questions. But I got I woke up trending because I was getting murdered for all very valid reasons. What they were saying, but it's also like results will tell us all the answers to this whole thing i think well and i wonder if now because like you said they they missed out on the free agency boat like completely so now that the fact that they didn't get it done beforehand and they really couldn't be players in free agency at all like can't miss out on the draft exactly mm-hmm. so so they probably are just like all right fuck it we'll just wait we'll just wait you know it's like i mean it makes no sense but also like that's kind of like they made their bed now they have to sleep in it. Yeah. Right. And it don't make sense to tr- uh, not even communicate with Lazard. Obviously, they said, all right, we, we're getting rid of everything that's with Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. and we're going to start new. So um, that could be a good thing and that could be a bad thing. But they got time. That's one thing. He got time in Green Bay. He got two to three years to prove that he's what they're saying he is. So, Jordan? Yeah. So he's. Kinda. I mean, he, I don't know. What if he? What if he doesn't light up this year? Then they may have to draft a QB. Yeah, they have to do it, and then a reback in the. Like this is an interesting situation that they have put themselves in, which gets forgotten yet. about from the Packers fans that are attacking me. Like, yeah. Guti, this Guti and Murphy put themselves in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like this is, like whenever yeah. you make a decision to think about the future, it's beautiful. Like that's a good idea. That's how you like properly can protect the future profit of a business as well. If you're in charge of that whole thing, like have to think ahead, have to think forward. But also, there's other things that come with those decisions. Yeah, and it's like if the guy that you have goes back to back MVP, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing, and then now you're just sitting on an asset that you thought was going to be great, but you haven't even seen, haven't even got a chance to see. And now we have to uncomfortably, awkwardly move on. And also our legacies matter from this whole thing as well. It's like, it's a complicated situation. And I don't know why all parties aren't just like, yo, let's get fucking, let's, let's, let's move. Let's move on. Yeah, next chapter. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, there is no middle Draft ground. Draft night will be the thing. There is no middle ground. It's either, hey, the guy I drafted, Jordan Love, uh, like, he he is the next franchise quarterback for us, and and that was a success. Or he's not, and Gudikins was the guy who shut the door on the Rodgers era, potentially prematurely, and like that's what he'll be remembered for. Like there is no middle ground. It's either Jordan Love is a smashing success, and it was the right move, and they got lucky again and moved on to you know, re- and and then and that's regardless of what Rodgers. Like even if he wins a Super Bowl with the Jets, Lock you know, Peyton situation it, exactly. But if he doesn't. Like that is what he will be remembered for. Yeah. Is you close the door on the Aaron Rodgers era prematurely, and he, and he, you'll probably get fired. But 
They could be good. They could. Yeah, be. they could. And I hope they are. They could be really good. It could we, be really good. We just saw the Jets sign Hardman in that last hour. Yeah, McCall Hardman. Yeah. Do you think that is a move that the Jets made? Maybe like they thought, sure, we can go after you know some guy in the second round this year's draft instead, sign Hardman and then feel more lose comfortable. Lose the thirteen. Yeah, le- mm. like losing both that pick and possibly a the second more time round it pick. Goes on, I don't think it's gonna. Be, it's not gonna be a first round. I th- so in, I said last week, even during this whole thing, that like. A one with like a future potential third or second like escalator. Escalator, yeah. like I feel like everybody would be like, that's a good deal. But then you gotta think about the Jets who hit on their draft picks. Right. Mm-hmm. Besides quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The quarterback they did not hit. They put themselves in this situation as well. Correct. So I guess like the Packers fans, a lot of them said like the Jets have no other options. Like, so the Packers care about the AFC East New York Jets. Like that's their leverage. Like, you guys are fucked. It's like do you think that is what the Packers like? We can really fuck over the Jets here. It's like that is not a real in Green Bay in the mm-hmm. NFC North. I don't think that is a. I don't think that is a real top of line thought when it comes to negotiation. I might be wrong though, AJ. I might. No. I, I might. They know too. Like you're going to deal with these people in these front offices the rest of your career, so you don't want to try to screw them anyway. You still want to do right by the team and not hold things up if you are like. I just wonder how much they're communicating. Are they speaking every day, or is it one of those deals? A lot of times we find out in negotiations, sometimes the sides don't speak for a week at a time. And yeah. you're like, man, this is crazy to think of. That is crazy to think of. Have we heard anything what, about that? No, did, not really. What did Roger say? Hey, look, it's a date on this. Y'all get this shit done, or I'm going to sit here. Because they got to pay the money. Yeah. Or I'm coming into the facility. And what, I'm going to take part in off-season workouts. Imagine right. him showing up at OTAs. Right. <laughs> would be great for him. I was saying, would he, that would he do, be the worst. Would he do that? What's that? Would he do that? Would you think Aaron? out of spite, Aaron Rodgers? You, is that what you're asking? I'm asking him if he if he doesn't get traded. I he would could, if I was. Would a he? Show, yeah, I, I would definitely do it. <laughs> force their hand if he wants to force their hand. Yeah. I mean, if he comes back and he's playing a spite season, they might win the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, but I think it's a spite within the building. Yeah, so I don't sure. know if that's uh oh and seventeen. Actually, probably go eight. Well, nine. I don't think he would he's want to do that. He's that. Yeah, he's not going to do that. His MVP years were a spite inside the building. Yeah, you're right. Hundred percent right. Jesus, I'd be ecstatic if they just got if they got their first round pick this year. At this point, it's like that for, for me personally. It'd be very tough to stomach like them just being like, "All right, fuck it, we'll take a third round pick." Like that would suck. But if they get the thirteenth pick or whatever, right, who would you, who would you blame it if it's a second round pick? I don't know. What if it's like a second and a third, something like that? I just because I'm always going to compare it to Russell Wilson. Hmm. I'm going to look at what the Broncos got for Russell Wilson, and then I'm going to be like, this fucking guy who threw 12 touchdowns last year and, you know, 18 picks and fucking sucked, and Rodgers has won two MVPs in the last three years, and he's going for a second and a third. And then the the Broncos also, you know, like, it just, that would drive me insane. So who, 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 would, who would catch the brunt of that just like? Well, it would be the Packers front office. So if this is a bad deal, I think the – who do we, you know, because the situation has been made, and then if the trade is shit, who is the the X factor? Well, yeah, all because that? then it's like you were incredibly stubborn. You ha- held the whole thing up, and then in the end, like when you needed to stay strong, you just fucking crumbled. And it's an interesting thing because there's a lot of human stuff going on there behind closed doors. You know, a lot of everything you said about his legacy, he knows that. Gut oh, yeah. knows yeah. that. Oh yeah, Guti knows that a hundred percent. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's committed to it. Yeah, he thinks that there's massive success on the way. It's like, okay, if that's the case, let's fucking yeah, 
Let's go do it. Let's get it done. Let's and go do it. Like the Russ contract, like that would suck. And Russ got an extension, but like even the Devontae, like look what these wide receivers were getting traded for last. Tyreek Hill, what do you go for? He got, I, I think a first, a second, two thirds. Like that, that compensation for a wide receiver, and we're talking about Aaron Rodgers here, who like. He's won two MVPs in the last three years. I think there's competition, though, in both those, right? The Jets and Miami yeah. ran. Yeah. But even looking back to the Devontae getting traded, like it, in hindsight, it kind of feels like they got fleeced on that, too. Yeah, because what, Tyreek? And what that, Devontae and just did. And then Devontae, like, you know, it's like he kind of has a whole home year and he still has fucking 1,200 yards and catches 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, he's he's washed. Though. Yeah, they traded the court. That was a good play. He's washed. He's washed. But I guess in that situation, they did offer him more. Like, they tried to keep him. Allegedly. Have we heard that exactly from, like, anybody in Devontae's camp? Uh, I don't know. I don't That's always so. been just, like, the story. Yeah, true. True. But yeah. I mean, like, it's probably like possible. That. Don't like, you think the Packers, would the Packers eventually try to leak through through insiders that there's other teams coming for him to try to hurry the Jets up? So that's what I'm saying, too. Like, it feels like there's only – there's no – I mean, I don't was, want to dive back into this again. I just don't want to do it. Devontae did confirm that the Packers offered more money. Okay. Was it long-term? Long- I don't know. More or the same? He mentioned or the same. Offered bigger contract is the headline. Yeah, and he. Oh, I, I remember shit. this now, and Devontae said, like, the unknowingness of Aaron was a reason. Yeah. When it happened, we went. To, I think we went to bat for the Packers doing it. Yes. Also, no state income tax in Nevada and being closer to home. Yeah, yeah. And Raiders. He was a Raiders fan, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is like Derek the best Carr. buddy growing up. He's yeah. not there anymore. Roommates at first, though. Yeah, he, they're, he's gone. Yeah. He's now a quarterback. In Could, you. Have you seen Your Honor? Oh, yeah. The show? Uh-uh. Who's so, in it? So good. Brian Cranston. Yeah. He's, oh, I did see a trailer Chet, for that. Chet Hanks. Have you seen this? Chet Hanks? Uh, Chet Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a henchman. Chet Hanks is in this? Oh, Where yeah. was he? Yeah. I didn't see Chet How Hanks. How far are you in? Huh? Yeah. How far are you in? Uh, so... I only watched one episode. Okay. I don't think Chet's in that one. <laughs> yeah, he's a couple. I think he's in episode like four in episode He's coming, seven. though. He's Dude, coming. It, was, it was an Does he have a Jamaican accent? No. No. Okay. But he could. I didn't know if yeah, it was a rude boy. No, he, Chet Hanks. He's covered there he is. Oh, I've not seen him yet. But I will say, like. Got some Jonah Hill in him. We woke up on Sunday, my what? wife and I. He does kind of done it with the beard yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. Jonah has a bunch of different Jonas. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yes, Great he actor. does. Jonah, he's mm-hmm. incredible. Jonah's yeah. really good. Sunday morning, we wake up, though. And I'd heard about your honor from a couple different groups of humans. So there was nothing to watch until the fucking basketball came on. So I was like, oh, I heard about this, your honor. We had to find where it was. Give it a run. We put it on. 11, 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's a wake up. Watching that show. Not the time. No way. Yeah, do not do that. That thing's a thriller, bro. I was like, I, I, we, Sam was like, I, I really like the show. I'm like, I do too, but I don't know if I'm doing this in the middle of the day on a Sunday. Can't do it. I cannot do it. It's a fucking, from moment one yeah. all the way through, it's like, uh, you're really, it's fuck, it's a real deal. Yeah, and the Cure the World of Pain guy from the uh, Oxycodone show. Okay. Yeah, that's the dad. It is okay. Yeah, that's the that's like the. <laughs> Are you speaking with an accent there or what? Yeah, he tried. That's I, how he talks in the uh, painkillers. Richard Sackler. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phone. That's how he talks. It's Dick, a good show Dick, though. I, I've Dick only watched Sack. one. I think I'm in it. I think I'm in it. It's a great show. I haven't seen season two yet, but good show. because you've brought it back up, I remember now how good it was. You should have heard Samantha, my wife. As soon as I said, I'm not trying to watch this in the middle of Sunday. She's like, oh, you don't want to watch it so I can watch it by myself? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I enjoyed it. Two ten steps there. I was like, yeah, if you want to watch it alone, you can watch it alone. But I'm going to watch it alone as well whenever I get time. She was like, oh, well, so if you want it to be one of our shows, like, we got to be able to watch it together. Then when we're together, I'm like, valid. But, like, 
I'm trying to have a Sunday. Yeah, here. I can't wake up. Well, March Madness coming. And I got is it. Is it darker? What, what is it? It's just what like, do you mean? like it's intense. It dude, is, it's very intense. It is very dark as well. Yeah. I mean, the parts of it. Opening episode. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable stuff. Ten thirty a.m. on a Sunday. I, I see a guy's leg sideways. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> oh, bro? There's some happy scenes too later down the line. Yeah. I have yet to see one. Start to finish, <laughs> it is unbelievable. Yeah, it's a phenomenal program. All right, that's so at night though. I think that's a nighttime. Dumb said season two is also good. But you want to go to bed with that though? You want to go to sleep with that? Right, like maybe after work then. Like, like I don't want to wake up to that. I know the rest of the no, day. I, rest of the day. It's after dinner. You want to watch that after dinner, then after that, maybe get into PGA or, yeah, or, you know, a basketball. Watch Baby Rock before you go to bed to feel good. Young Rock, and I know why you did what you just did. We're going to the five energy phone lines. Let's go to the phones. Young Rock is a great show. Great. Really? Hell yeah. Is that right? Let's go to Arizona on the five energy phone. for five more seasons, I heard. I hope so. I mean, I've I've heard from people who love everything that even the last episode was a little tough. Zito said that to you? Evie? Uh, yeah. I don't love To anything. all of us. <laughs> all Evie has false. never bought into Young Pebble. He's not a fool. Oh, shut up. What is Young that? Rock's good show. Oh, okay. it is. That's another, that's another program, the 22 Minutes yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like, with longer. commercials. Well, speaking of 22 Minutes, too. What? Ted Lasso, first episode of season three. 23 Minutes. <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? It's a perfect story. What, were, what have they been before? Were they No wasted hour? lines. What's that? <laughs> Were they normally an hour or are they normally no. what? Like, what's the normal time? 26. Yeah. A couple, you know, 45s. Boom. Oh. Those are quick, bro. Yeah. Late seasons of The Office. That's what it should be. What were they? 45. Was it slated to be an hour on TV? No, it started at like the 23. Oh, sorry. On TV, yeah. Probably. So, like, that kind of controls everything, I think. Yeah. Back now, in the day. Now, with the streaming shit, it doesn't. Yeah, without commercials. I mean, come on. Remember when we started learning about everybody's the length of their shit from the streaming thing? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is a 53-minute throw. This is a 37 minutes. like, whoa, a lot of commercials on this fucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was. They were pumping them in there. How many people you think watched that World Baseball Classic last night, AJ? Did you watch? 200 million. Okay. I don't know. What do you think, Peck? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say 150. You think it's going to be bigger than the Super Bowl? Yeah. Holy Damn. shit. Well, shit. Now, I'll say 40. Million. I say 40 mil. No, the, the Japan-South Korea game was allegedly 70 million viewers. But do, do the U.S., you think, carry more than South Korea? Uh-uh. No. That's what, I, that's what no. I'm wondering no. now as we think. No South Korea's way. watching it, though, don't you think? Everybody's I think more the- South Korea's watching it than the United States. That's why. Yeah. I think no, no, I'm saying like the Asian countries were probably still watching. But North Korea, like can they see it? I think it's like World Cup. I think they're still so. following. The North US. Korea has not had a team in the World Baseball Classic uh, yet. No. no. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, because Kim Jong fucking yeah. paints the black and throws heat. He's too good. What clean. they say, 107. Yeah. 107 is fastball. Call him Shohei-un. Shot an 18, golf. Actual. These are actual. Actual reported yep. facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. No butthole. True. Does Doesn't not poop. poop. Bowl, uh, he bowled the perfect game. Twice. Twice. Right-handed and left-handed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actual reports being re- released to the public. Robin yeah. was there. Well, he saw the basketball game where Kim Jong hit a full-court shot. He dunked from full-court. Opposite. <laughs> Yeah. No, right. opposite three, opposite, opposite free throw line, I think, Z. Three-quarter. He, dunked, he did stuff with the line, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did, so, but nobody would tell him, <laughs> no, obviously, because no, no. how could you? It was still impressive. <laughs> yeah. Actual reports. Mm-hmm. He ran a 4-1. And he's faster than you. Yeah. Slow Hopping ass. Hopping on one foot. <laughs> yeah. Slow ass. All right, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Dylan in Arizona on the 5 energy phone line. What's going on, Dylan? Hello. What's up, boys? Hey, how, how you doing? doing? Hey, keep it moving, moving Dylan. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
no. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, Raiders and that number seven pick. Um, it feels like we're signing somebody new every hour. Uh, what do we do with this pick? Are we picking up a new player? Are we trading it away? What do you guys think? Interesting thought, Dylan, there. I don't know if I've gone through uh, my draft board just yet. I don't know if I've put it all out there. But I do like the fact that Jimmy G looks really cool out there. Always. I do like that the last two off seasons that brand-new GM named – uh, that is Elliot Ziegler. Oh, Ziegler. Ziegler. Ziegler has been making moves. Mm-hmm. They're bringing people in, paying people. They're trying to get better. What do you think about the Raiders pack? You know much about them? Have you looked into it? Well, I know they got a really all the toxic. So I say that um, I think it's a rebuilding point. I don't know if they're contenders. I think they're in the midway group. What they pay Jimmy? What Jimmy G? Three paid? years, sixty-six. Yeah. How much guaranteed? I think forty. It's like two. It's more like a two-year out. I think. Right. Every deal, mm-hmm. even the quarterback deals. I guess if it's Jimmy's deal. Yeah. So it's like two years, forty for. I think it's thirty-five. Now I said forty. That's way too much because Derek Carr got forty for the uh, hundred million dollar deal he got. It's crazy. Like that's a great deal for Jimmy G. Jimmy G's about to make some fucking thirty-five million dollars, dude. Like yeah. that's a lot of money. We always compare yeah. the contracts like couple hundred million, couple hundred million dollars. It's like Jimmy G now with another massive bag. And he's already got offered free sex too from people out there. He did. <laughs> did. did he? Hustler yeah. Club. The, yep. What's mm-hmm. the Hustler Club? The guy who runs the Hustler magazine. I can't think of his Larry name. Flint. Larry Flint right now. Offered, he's dead. He's dead. Offered him a free VIP membership, which I believe is uh, valued at five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. For what is it? What is the Hustler Club? I assume you get your penis sucked. Yeah, you just get blowies for free. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple people who work it. I think it's the, it, it's like similar to the Bunny Ranch. They basically said like, Jimmy G can come in here and have his way with us, and we will not charge him a dime. The ranch. Yeah, I've heard about that ranch better, place. Better had, tip him. They had a TV yeah, show. Tip Jimmy. Jimmy will tip. The hustler. Could you imagine walking into that place and having cameras everywhere and just being like, hey, walk up? Pretty crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I saw oh, yeah. one. Yeah, the guys that signed off, like, you know, you had to sign, uh-huh. a, you had to sign a waiver for them uh-huh. to show your face, right? When I was on HBO. Hell yeah. Give me. Do it. Yeah. How much am I paying? 10000 a year. We should, right. we should do a where are they now on those guys. We should. We, should we know where that. they are. That kind of took over the world there for a bit. Hustle Clubs is similar to that. I did not know that. Yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. I was. Speculate. I'm not just going to automatically club. ask you. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. I just want to let you know that I wasn't going to allegedly. I wasn't just going to automatically ask you because uh, I felt that would have been a little bit, you know, too ridiculous. But do you know anything about this place, Pack? Ever heard of this place? Yeah, I have. You've heard of it? That's yeah. their logo. Sweet logo. That's almost as cool as the fives in the Major League Pickleball. Hey, Gary V's team played in a game, and their team name is the Fives. Mm-hmm. Let's go fives. Is that what they're saying? Let's go fives. Let's Let's go go fives. fives. Hey, these these pickleball leagues pretty lit. Oh yeah. yeah. Does he play? Does Gary play? He's the owner. Owner. He's not Jackie Moon. What do you think this is? He's a professional. He'll play. I watch him play basketball. I watch him swat dudes on the basketball court. Foul dudes. Yeah, you've seen him foul, foul, foul. He'll play in the final, in in the grand final. He's not going to fuck around in the regular season. Hey, Thunderbolt. Better to watch. What's that? It's better to watch. Like you know, these I've said before these. High level pickleball players just sit the net and dink and dunk. Yeah, it's sometimes when you start playing the game, though. Every I don't day fully understand playing. the logo. Why? What do you mean? That's, why is, why is it a clown? That's right. To scare the opponent. That's the crazy clown, and he fucking mm. spikes it all over the court. Because yeah. I think it's almost like these are these are clowns. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna funny. Beat the shit out of these clowns. Yeah, you don't want to be like, hey, I play for who? The clowns. Yeah, I'm a clown. That paddle looks huh, like a huh. massive spoon. They're too. not a clown, though. They're the fives. Let's fucking remember it. People exactly. are scared of clowns, though. Maybe he wants them scared. Yeah. 
Intimidation does work in pickleball, I think. Yeet Connor out of his game. He's done. He'll quit. No, I just shut the <laughs> fuck up. His body language huh? sucks. I no, mean, I out of nowhere. This guy gives up one point and he just crumbles completely. It's not true. That is true. Foxy? It's a thousand percent true. I mean, and then you, when you, he tries, he rallies six in a row know. on me. I'm like, thank bam, God bam, he's bam. not trying the whole time. That's not true either. When I, when I do get points, it's when my serve actually goes over. And guess what? 80% of the time, it's not going over. You know why right it's now. not going over? Because I just switched from bounce to hit it out of your hand. Yeah. No, no, because you've got rap sheets mindset going into free agency. I don't. I, I understand. I understand how it might appear that way. But if I'm just shutting the fuck up and just hitting the ball, that's just me and my game, baby. That's no. how I play. No, you get upset. You get really upset. I, it's it's I, not fun. I don't like it. I get pissed off. Yeah, who doesn't? I haven't seen you play one game and shit the fuck up. Bingo. That's because that's because that's the afternoon boys. Oh. In the morning, it's a much different story. The morning Thunderball boys. Yeah, Foxy and Pat are incredibly good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know. We haven't played against anybody who's like professionals in this thing. Well, no one's professionals at Thunderball. Thunderball is a little different game here, AJ. Mm -hmm. We're not playing pickleball here. This is Thunderball. It is a take on pickleball, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it'll help us with pickleball. A chicken and pickles coming to Fishers, Indiana. We cannot wait. Cannot wait to get up there. Cannot wait to see. Is that Gary Brackett? Back in the pickle game? Come on. That'd be sweet. I think that's a franchise. That's a restaurant and a pickleball place. That's cool. They've had a bunch of them. I wonder how similar Thunderball will be to actual pickleball. Well, if we know anything from the fucking video guy who came in here, much different. What? I think he lied. Casey. TikTok TikTok kid? Yeah. I think he lied. AJ, you'd be great at Thunderball. I don't, I mean, does the ball react different bouncing off that gym floor? It's a little quicker, yeah. I do believe it skips a bit, you know? Quicker and wider. It's not, but it's not like it's. Take me some time. It's not like, because it's not like you won't be able to adjust to it. Who, AJ? Yeah. Yeah, AJ figured it out. Yeah. AJ be a good Thunderball player. Pac's starting to figure it out. You feel mm-hmm. better about your game, Pac? Way better. Um, just need more reps. That's yeah. it. Really is a reps game. Yeah, that's all it is. Yep. We're, I'm playing like ten games a morning. That's awesome. That's a great little routine. Yeah, we've gone into it. More Thunderbolt. It's been so awesome. Been Foxy's great. been in here every single. Foxy is a player. Foxy looks like Rafa Nadal out there. Yeah, well, There's certain games though where Pat, when Pat's on, like I actually physically cannot win. But when when we're we're both close, those games we had are four incredible. deuces today. We yeah. had four deuces today. It's been so fun. It was good intensity. There are some times. That, so you know, my ping pong strategy was, you know, I'm I'm milking two udders out of that cow. Okay, I'm going this way. I'm going that way. I'm going this mean? way. I'm taking the ball that way. I'm taking the ball. Th- Every time I'm sure. going back and forth. Bang. Pow. Like I am. Yeah. So I've been playing this style of ping pong literally since I'm more like 13 probably. Yeah. So that is the technique in pickleball though. Like you are, because you're getting people to run now. So you're just wearing them the fuck out. So it's like, I feel like I've been preparing for fucking Thunderball. I don't know about pickleball for a long time. Just have to get used to the fucking paddle, mm-hmm. which is where the tennis helps. Fo- Foxy's got this. Keep back- it in play. Just keep it in play, right? Yeah. We're, we're, Much different. We're one-on-one. past that now, AJ, yeah. unfortunately. Are you? I yeah. know. Trust me. It's yeah. frustrating. In Arizona, yeah. though, it was a keep it in play game. It is not the same. Well, yeah, like, make them force the other team to make a mistake. That was the, oh, that was the Arizona. Yeah, game. yeah, that was Arizona completely. Like, you're, yeah. Who's going to make the error? Now it's like much different. We're hitting shots and stuff, like ending, wow. ending points. It's Winners. Get, yeah, it's getting fun. I'm almost embarrassed in Arizona that we didn't have both partners up at the fucking kitchen. Line. Ever, yeah. Like, that's the biggest difference is how quickly we get up to the kitchen. That's what's going to be interesting to see because I feel like our court is damn near perfect, but we might be six inches off. 
Yeah, everywhere. Every, like just just by a little, it's but that smaller. makes a massive difference. Yeah, it's definitely smaller because it has negated my game big time because I can't hit a cross court backhand winner. You just can't do it. Yeah, because the court, ah. it's just the dimensions. That's are smaller. His, that's your bread and butter. Time. Bingo. Yeah. Well, did, you got to take a line. Take a line. Line's a winner. It's like swinging a heavy bat. It's like swinging a heavy bat on deck. That's what you guys are doing. Once you get to the real court, it's like, ooh, it's jumping gone. heavy. Bat. I think so. I hope so. I think. I think. Yeah. We, well, I would it not help. Obviously, reps and reps on a sm- with, with, with smaller dims, as you say, is only going to make you a better player. Oh, serve is the only thing that will be easier in the regular pickleball. And Connor that's serve the case. is no joke. When yeah, Connor serve is on, good luck. And I've only had one of those since we've started playing morning pickleball. It's hard. The, dim, the dims what, are a little shorter. Me? You no, only, you only play good against me. Steve. Against <laughs> against Foxy today, I only had one good serve. The thing about the, you had like four against me though this morning. You had good ones, true. and then you just see. This is why I don't like morning pickleball because you guys are just blowing. What did <laughs> what did we say? Smoker, sunshine, skirt. Up your skirt. I don't want to hear that shit. Okay, I'm you losing, did. You had four good serves. I'm losing yeah. eleven to three. We're not talking about good serves. What is this? But <laughs> you scored three. Talking about dimensions, like because you cut the court in half on the serves. Because, like, in here, you got to stand in the middle. You don't know if it's going left or right. But in the regular yeah, pickleball. Yeah, defending ball, a serve, easier probably. Oh, so you can wins. serve either way on that? Oh, Anyone oh, on the yeah. Court? Yeah, it's just one box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, hey. It's a problem. It's a game. Jeez. No look, anyone doing no look serves? Uh, interesting. There has been look offs I've experienced. Look left, serve right. Look right, serve left. Some people have some tells on their serves. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have some. <laughs> Got to disguise it because getting a jump is a big deal. Huge yeah. deal. Because you're leaning one way or the other. And remember, that return, the server can't hit yeah. until it bounces. It has to be deep. So you got to get that thing deep. If not, I mean, you're just getting mm-hmm. peppered. Thunder, I'm, we're going to put together a Thunderball tourney. And uh, I would like to see the pros take on this, like yeah. what their take on it would be. So we'll put up like a $150,000 grand prize. We'll probably set up commentator tables for us. We'll probably have a little bit of an audience opportunity for like bleachers or benches or something mm-hmm. like that and then we get some of the pros in here i think we'll we'll be able to watch and find out how we would stack up against the pros in thunderball we don't need to throw ourselves into the fire just yet we need to see how they play thunderball yeah yeah right yeah, oh yeah for sure curtain match maybe with the pros yeah afterwards well now yeah. that it's getting more popular too like professional tennis players who like you know can't quite hack it anymore on like the professional tennis like they're they're going and playing pickleball Speaking of, we have McEnroe oh, come on. on tomorrow. Come on, on tomorrow to talk about a pickleball tournament he's playing in for a million dollars. Easy. Damn. A million bucks, John McEnroe. That's awesome. Who else is in there? Uh, Agassi? Yeah, Andre, Andre Agassi. Yeah. Andre? Well, he fucking That's what Zito said. Zito, Zito said. <laughs> Big Agassi guy. Hey, who all do we want to request over there? We got Agassi. We got McEnroe. I was like, <laughs> Pete Sampras, is he playing? I don't think so. Surprise, Agassi's playing. I learned that uh, Federer, uh, Federer's got those on the uh, on it shoes, on clutches. That's Federer's company. Yeah, which is nuts. The OC is it? Yeah, is that his company? Or either that, or he's a huge investor. Because I read an article about it the other day. They're making so those, much man. money. Somebody's going to buy him immediately. He's very wealthy. He's yeah. just going to make another billion dollars, like he's Ryan Reynolds selling burner phones. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's possibly some news that just happened with the Jets. What happened? They just traded Elijah Moore for a second and third rounder. Okay, Elijah Moore has a new home 
In Cleveland. Sorry. In Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Good luck over there, Elijah. Pretty good second-round pick, 42nd. Now, are they stocking up picks here to potentially make a little bit of a move for Aaron Rodgers? Obviously, anytime somebody gets traded, it's not exactly fun. That person has a family. That people has, uh, person has friends. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Go to Cleveland, Ohio. That is potentially how you could view it. The way we'll view it from a football-speaking podcast here, this is the Jets trying to get picks here to potentially help uh, get a trade done quicker, Ty, you think? That would make sense. It certainly seems like that would be the case. I mean, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe if they're okay with trading away that first-round pick now, if they have 40, you know, yeah, three or four picks in the second round. What do you think, Pac? I think you get your one now. I think you get your one that give them four picks and, I mean, what, two, four? Yeah, four picks between between two and third round. Um, I, I like this. A lot of I, people I thought, like this. Cleveland, A lot too. of people thought he was going to be a part of the – trade for Rodgers. Yeah, just like kind of go alongside him. He of also it. didn't have the best time in New York. He didn't like love Very everybody. poor relationship yep. with Zach Wilson. Bingo. Okay, so, so Mike White came and in, with Mike LaFleur. So he probably assumed he was on his way out. Yeah. yeah. So. Even though brand new. Yeah, Zach Wilson's not the yeah. quarterback and LaFleur's not there anymore. He just assumed probably that he was on his way out like Kadarius Tony almost. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think he was the one who said, like, I want to be traded in solid. Yeah, basically that was, said, like, tough shit. Like, like we're not trading you. I think he said. Oh, yeah. I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. AJ, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they're going to try to build up some picks so they can put whatever package together. I would imagine this all this all goes hand in hand. All right. So next couple days, deal's getting done. Yeah, we go. Allegedly, reportedly, I didn't say that. Per yeah, something has to happen, right? Has to. Draft day obviously is when massive trades happen, so that's the next deadline. Can't miss out on free agency, and then also miss out on the draft. Nope. Like for things, yeah. You know, you're getting in return either money or picks. Obviously, that area. Let's go back to the five energy phone line here. Uh, King Dom, Um, Batista. What? I don't know. Batista's on? King Dom from the kingdom. Mitt, I don't know how this happens, but I'm excited to hear what this is. Uh, King Dom is on the five orange phone line. King Dom, what's going on, pal? Bad boys, how you doing? Keep it moving. Okay, I I already sense where this is headed. King Dom, where are you from, pal? From the kingdom. Okay, nice. Of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, which one? No, the Chiefs Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> you're like Red Extreme, X Factor, the Bank Robin Wolf. What? This is King Dom from the King Dom. Okay, respect King Dom. I apologize for fucking that one up. What do you want to talk about, pal? Uh, first, I might need Tim McAfee for a few days to help me with these household projects I got. But other than that, well. I need to call out the toxic table. Okay. Set me straight, boys. How come Pac's more toxic than y'all? Wow. King Dom. Who? Wow. With it. He said, how come Pac is more toxic than y'all? Whoa. What, what and he that? said, set it straight for him, too. So he, I believe he is probably a massive Pac-Man fan. Yeah. And said that you guys are soft. Is, I think, is that, do you hear the same thing? I guess so. Wow. Well, how about this, Dom? You sounded like a big dumb dipshit when you called in. Oh! Sorry, buddy. Look at you, you fucking buffoon. Wow. Pew, pew. <laughs> Holy shit. Ty, you're fresh out of a sickness. King Dom said you, you kind of lost your fastball, it sounds like, is what King Dom said. Well, King Dom sounds like a big old hayseed, so I'm going to go ahead and just kind of you know, take it with a grain of salt and not get too offended by it. Jesus Christ. This guy's a fan of the program. He said Absolutely. straight. Absolutely. You too. And we Get, appreciate that. You yeah. too should be ashamed. I wish I could disagree with you guys, but I don't. Yeah, all the super fans <laughs> from the Chiefs Kingdom are destined for what? Jail. In drugs. 
Whoa. Oh. Sorry, Dom. Oh. Uh, Extreme <laughs> patterns. Big Red, Extreme. Red Extreme wasn't on. How do we know Dom wasn't hanging out with Jackson Mahomes when he was groping and kissing? You know, <laughs> how about that? Do we know that? How about that? Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. It would make sense that huh? King Dom would be hanging out with the Prince. It would. Yeah. It really would. All right. <laughs> All right, King Dom. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thank you, Dom. Thanks, thanks for calling in, Dom. Come back. Great call. Time. Great call. <laughs> Let's go to Kalen in Washington. What's going on, Kalen? Hey, 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 boys! How you doing? Keep, Keep it moving. moving. Hey, hey, I um, I had this thought. I've had this thought for months now, as with the stuff going on with Lamar, and no one seems to talk about it. Pack, I'm sure you're familiar with this. This happened in your division about five years ago. There was a running back for Tone's team who held out because he wanted guaranteed money and wouldn't sign his tag, and then he play, didn't play the whole season until. The team decided, you know what, we're done with you. We're moving on. You can go to free agency. And they got a bag from the Jets only to, you know, fizzle out and not be very great. But, Jeez. hey, Le'Veon got his money. I'm proud of him. What do you guys think? Do you think we can see the same thing with Lamar? Kalen, great question. If you do recall, when Le'Veon uh, set out for a year, he released a rap album. Uh-huh. Yep. A, the rap album really release party was on a yacht, I believe, and then a nightclub. Correct. He had a freestyle in his front yard where he said, you're going to have to give me at least 17 I think his, oh, yeah. he kind of said the number that he was expecting, but he is the last official full holdout. Pac-Man, you think we'll ever see this out of Lamar? Because all anybody says about the situation is like, Lamar's been a good dude through this whole process. Could have been more of a headache for the Baltimore Ravens by holding out or doing something like that. He has kind of just been good, 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 good in the eyes of everybody. Do you think there's a chance of a holdout here? Um, No, I don't. Lamar is the MVP. That guy wasn't the MVP of the league before. So um, I really think some get done. But you don't want to sit out a whole year of football. The guys who've done set out a year don't come back the same, I don't think. Um, it takes time to come back. Um, Le'Veon was one of the best before he took the year off. You can tell he gained a lot of weight. The little quick moves and this and that, you could tell how went to a faint. I hope and pray that he don't take a year off. This is not good. Can't. There's money to be had, obviously, yeah. not as much as we all think he should be getting, okay, mm-hmm. just so we're all on the same page. But I don't think, AJ, that would be a tough decision for Lamar to do, and that's not something Lamar has ever shown that he would do in the past, which Baltimore might be taking advantage of in full transparency. Yeah. Lamar seems like he's a guy that seems like he loves football. So just out of that point, like, I don't think, why would you want to leave and sit out a year when you're in your prime physically, mentally, feels great? Yeah, there's no way I would. I really hope that doesn't come to that. Well, in such a different situation, like both yeah. with Baltimore and Pittsburgh, like those cultures are, you know, they don't need one guy as far as running back goes. Like we're talking about the fucking quarterback here. Like Lamar Jackson, you need Lamar they Jackson. They had seven back in. And exactly. Lev, uh, that was the second year he was franchise tag. So he had already played under the tag for a year. The second year was when he sat out where he was going to be tagged again. All right. Big shout-out to King Dom and Kalen on the 5 Energy phone line. We appreciate them calling in. Three hours and 50 minutes into this thing. Jeez Louise. Oh, yeah. Good show. We're on time today, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right Yesterday on. we had delay. You remember? Yes, sir. AJ, you missed it. Just full sending signal crash. Sending. Like, to send the feed. Boop. Out of nowhere. Things go. How? How does that happen? Great yeah. question. Exactly. You tell me. We don't know. That was the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. How, how does, you know, us thinking you're back on Tuesday, but you're not happen? That's a good question. I don't know. Lamar Jackson has tweeted. Is that mud? Every time I get on social media. Oh, because he's getting dragged through the mud? Probably. Oh. By who's dragging him right now? Who's the guy? Who's in the picture? 
that's a guy that had a bad day. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. probably stood in front of a puddle that he shouldn't have stood in front of, and then somebody drove no. into it or a big Ho- thing. Ho- oh, yeah. We used to do that. This is the guy that he's looking for that we don't know who. Uh, oh, you think that's Oh, uh, St. Omni. St. Pac-Man, great work today. Tongue, great work today. Toxic Table, you did fantastic. Even though King Dom, I had a King Dom. So you guys might have lost your fastball a little bit. Great show, boys. Not worried great about show. it. Everybody great in the show. back, great work. I appreciate the hell out of you. AJ, it's been great seeing you. You you have been glowing. You have a glow, buddy. Unbelievable. You have a glow. I'll tell you what, I've been texting with Bill. I, we need to get to the bottom of this. Hashtag easy carry contest. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to enter into Bud Light's $15,000 grand great prize contest. contest on social media, on Twitter, I believe. And then we are also having a sidecar contest happen alongside Bud Light's contest where you can win a title belt. All you got to do is film yourself being creative while carrying some beers to some friends. What? Ty completed this obstacle course that you see on the Thunderdome Thunderball Court in less than one minute, and 25 people won $500 earlier today. That'll be our submission until it isn't. Maybe we'll be able to top it tomorrow. Can't wait to see what everybody's up to. Can't wait to see what we're talking about tomorrow. You all are the greatest people on earth. Thank you for allowing us to do this. Thank you for following along. And we got a big one tomorrow on Thursday. John fucking McEnroe tomorrow and many other guests, hopefully, and hopefully you as well. Shaquille O'Neal will be on tomorrow. Oh, my God. The Aristotle. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal will be on tomorrow. That's huge. John McEnroe, Shaquille O'Neal. Massive Thursday coming tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Goodbye.